Yo, yo, we will be getting into the, the Los Angeles Clippers and why they're the hottest team in the NBA. And we have five reasons why they will win the NBA championship this year. But before we do that, it was two crazy games this past weekend. Um, Jalen Brunson exploded for 50 and Keegan Murray exploded for 47. They both shot phenomenally. Chilltown, I got to ask you, which performance was more impressive? Uh. Keegan Murray, he's been up and down, and they've been asking him to shoot the ball more. I saw Mike Brown earlier this season wanting to yank him out of a game because he wouldn't shoot the basketball, and the fact that he did shoot it after that. we are, I already know that Jalen Brunson at any point could go off for 30. I mean, he's averaging 25 a game, so 25, 26 a game. So his best night, he could go for 50. On, he could go for 50 on his best night. So I wasn't really that impressed with him considering, I mean, I'm thinking about what Phoenix is defensively and I'm thinking about how shorthanded they were, but how shorthanded they've been. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with Keegan Murray because I see the upside to him and I see how much better he can be. And I'm, I'm definitely more impressed with him. Hold Lars, on, which game did you play? Hold on, hold on, Ron. She's on the cap already, man. Hit cap already, bro. What do you mean? You ain't a, man. They got KD and Devin Booker on the court, bro. This is so, the type of stuff I've been trying to tell so, you. Now, listen, no, so, no, 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 no. So, no, no, no. Hold so, on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. No, you hold on. So, I didn't even so get disrespectful with you, bro. I didn't so, even raise my voice. I didn't even you don't have to. You don't have to. So, I'm getting disrespectful. I'm getting saying to you, bro. I'm just saying to you, man. This is why we're talking about with the cap. Bro, let's so, be realistic. They got two, hold on. They got two Hall of Famers. One of the dudes, Mars and Lowe and all these dudes are saying is playing at an MVP level, all-time great right. level, one of the best levels he's played at in his career right now in KD. Correct. Then you have another another Hall of Famer and another all-NBA caliber, all-star, perennial all-star player on the team. Yep. You talking about they underhanded. Bro, they got them and they got, and they got role players. They got a big man. Right. Who can do 30 on some nights if he's going? Right. Then right. another dude who can shoot the lights out the ball, Eric Gordon. Correct. And they got other pieces on that team. That's excuses. Correct. So when you say when you say shorthanded defensively, you, you're you're undercutting what Jalen Brunson did. That's right. I, don't, I don't respect my no, no, saying no, that. No, 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 no. I respect I respect you when you feel like if you feel like Keegan Murray's performance was better, cool with that. But when my whole my whole problem with what you just said was the reason why I wasn't gonna let it, I didn't want to let it slide. Is because you said underhanded, bro. They got more than half the NBA got with just Katie and Devin Booker. With right. just those, those guys, two guys, you're supposed to be able to win at least forty-five to fifty games. Right. So don't, don't not say the underhand because most teams don't have guys the level of Katie and Devin Booker on on their team. These that's are facts. Fact. That's a, that is a that's fact. All I'm, However, that's all I'm saying. It, that's it, my, it, only, it, that's it, my it, only problem it, with you said. Right. Here's, here's the difference with what here's the difference with your logic though, Ticket. The difference with your logic is that I saw Jalen Brunson put 44 on the best perimeter defensive player in the game last year in Drew Holiday. So this isn't something that is is mind blowing to me when he serves Devin Booker, who is not considered a defender, and they don't have no, any. No, no, no. We don't say that because they've been saying they say Devin Booker be playing great defense, so we're not gonna say that. They've been once praising again, Devin Booker for his defense. Once again, I saw him put 44 on the on arguably the best perimeter defender in the game last year in Drew Holiday in Madison Square Garden. I saw that. So this isn't something that's mind-blowing to me. However, Keegan Murray, who is in year two, by the way, year two which is the year that he's in, in the process of him being in year two, he's been up and down. 
But he started no, no, to I'm get. Not, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I, I agree. No, I, I'm not saying what your your point was wrong as far as who you pick. I'm just saying when you said that the Suns were shorthanded, they already were supposed to be a super team with Bradley Beal and those guys. Right, so if you just take right. Bradley Beal off the team, damn it, they still supposed to be one of the best teams in the league. They are, but the difference with that ticket is that. They haven't had a lot of consistency. KD's been in and out of the lineup. Devin Booker's been in and out of the lineup. I could get with I could get with your logic. I could get with your logic if all of these dudes been together and they stayed in the lineup. That's not the, that's not been the case though. Hold on, KD's, only missed, KD's only missed like three games, and and he's Devin Booker, De no, he hasn't. Look, as Mars, and then Devin Booker, he's only missed like four or five games. He's played. Right. They both played about eighty percent of the games together. It's Bradley Beal that's been out. Right. And with Kevin and with Kevin Durant and with Kevin Durant missing the games, you still need that continuity with these guys, as opposed to teams that have had their guys like the Clippers, for example, who Kawhi Leonard has played every game. Russell Westbrook played the majority of the game since they've gotten James Harden. He's been in the lineup. So when you got guys in the lineup like that, you create that continuity. They haven't had that. KD has been in and out of the lineup due to injury. Devin Booker also been in and out of the lineup, especially when you got a new team and you're trying to figure out. What who's gonna do what when you have that going on? You need these guys on the floor on the regular, and they don't have that. Well, I, I, well, I can come back up by saying the same thing about the big man for the New York Knicks who's out for the rest of the season, and they need him big time. So, I mean, you easy work, Joe Town. Like I it's said, Mitchell, if you and Ron don't, if you and Ron don't start conspiring behind the scenes, like trying to change the topics of the debate, I'll debate you and smoke you easy. But see, you, what the problem is, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what y'all don't know, and this is what y'all don't see, right? Kill Town and Ron are two chumps behind the scenes. Killtown came running his big mouth, his fat mouth, about he wanted to debate if AD was soft or not. So I said, yeah, Ron don't want to do that debate because he know I'm a smoke Killtown. Then me and Chill, we already had uh, an agreement that we wanted to talk about Mike and LeBron. LeBron Ron don't do that debate. Why? Because he know I'm a smoke Killtown. So Ron want to pick debates where he thinks Killtown can win. These dudes is clowns to me, bro. Like I said before, Killtown, I love you and I got the utmost respect for you, period. Whether or not I talk shit to you, that's how I play on the court, like that. But all I'm doing is just calling out the cap with you, starting with what you said about KD, giving KD and him a pass. Because them, even without Bill and the guys they had, they're supposed to be one of the better teams in the league, especially when you look around the league and you can't find two players on any other teams outside of maybe Giannis and Dame, uh, damn, AD and LeBron. Uh, you can't find two guys at that level on any of these other teams. Is that how you took it? Is, is that is that I'm giving them a pass? No, you just you know no, you just said when you said when you that, said that he, you said you said Jalen Brunson you said Jalen Brunson did it against you said Jalen Brunson you said Jalen right. Brunson did it against or what or what type of team did you say they were the Suns were? They were demand at times. That's what I said. Right. No, 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 but no, no. But I'm saying that I'm talking about the game they just played. The game they, full credit for the fifty. Now listen, I agree with your stance. I'm not. You're saying I'm not. I'm not, not giving. Right. Him, whoa, 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 I'm not not giving him credit for that. That's what I want. I want to make sure to be clear on that. I'm not saying right. I'm not saying that yo, what he did wasn't great. He scored 50. I ain't fighting that. But again, I saw him score 44 on the best perimeter defender in the game. So I'm not surprised by it. Like, damn, Jalen Brunson went off against Phoenix. I've seen him go off with better defenders. But Keegan Murray, on the other hand, who's an up and coming star for him to do what he's doing and to get it going the way he's doing. It's actually it's, it's more impressive to me. That's no, I don't have a problem with you. I don't have a problem if you chill. I really don't have a problem if you think that. I just had a problem with you saying what you were saying, like that you was trying to make it seem like it, it seemed like you was trying to give an excuse for why he got the 50 against the Suns and them being because I don't give them, them dudes no excuse. KD put himself in all these situations. 
He put himself in the same thing in Brooklyn. The, the Phoenix Suns are nothing but the Brooklyn Nets, Shieldtown. That's it. KD, KD orchestrated that. They put them, that team went to the finals when he went over there. They, and now that half of that team, that entire team is different except for Devin Booker. So how are we talking about KD if we see the same thing with, because Brooklyn was a disaster. I want to make sure we clear on that. Brooklyn was a, a complete disaster. So if we see the same thing in Phoenix, which is what you think it is, you think it's Brooklyn all over again. How are we talking about KD? No, I'm saying he's a, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. Because Mars, my brother Mars came in here it, the other day and Lowe was, when Lowe came in here, they was talking, they was talking about how great KD was playing this year. And so I'm saying, my whole point was if KD's playing that great, and then all these people are, are saying, hey, man, Devin Booker's averaging like 30 and 10 assists. He's one of the better point guards in the league. And he's playing D. Because when I called out Devin Booker, all these dudes like, oh, no, he's playing D. Okay. So then that should be impressive to me, very impressive, what Jim Brunson did. Now, I don't knock what Keegan Murray did because that man hit 11 straight threes. That, that's, that's, to me, that's extremely hard to do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. I'm just saying that I ain't giving KD and them dudes no pass because them dudes are supposed to, even without Bradley Beal, they supposed to be one of the better teams in the league, period. And for the fact that they not, and they're a mediocre team, even when KD played at the level he's played, and him and Beal have played 85% of the games together this year, ain't no excuses for them dudes, bro. Ain't no excuses for them dudes. So when we looking at KD, bro, he he's a fake LeBron. He tried to do everything I'm, I'm, LeBron I'm, did and failed. I'm, so right, right quick, chill. Right, right quick, chill. I'm trying to get back to the initial question, and I want to ask Damo and Mars. Uh, who do you guys have more impressive now? Keep in mind, so Keegan Murray did go 11 for 11 to start, he finished 12 of 15, 16 for 30 for 16 for 23 from the field. He had eight rebounds, uh, a couple steals. Jalen Brunson, on the other hand, he actually went nine for nine from the three point line, went 17 for 23 from the field, had nine, nine assists, six rebounds, and five steals. So, uh, Mars, I'm gonna ask you. Which one do you find more impressive? I watched the Suns game in its entirety, whereas the Keegan Murray game, I've only seen the shots he made. So Jalen Brunson's game is more impressive to me just based on the fact I watched it. Especially, like, he started the game. He didn't look like he was playing that great. He missed a couple bunnies at the rim. I, I didn't think he was playing great. And then the second half comes, and I don't think he missed a shot the whole second half. And, that, and that's a game where they needed, well, whether or not they needed that, I don't know. But they were losing going into the second half. And then he proceeds to not miss a shot and bring them home. That's going to be that's gonna be more impressive to me. Because from what I've seen, Keegan Murray's a shooter, got some open threes and made a bunch of open threes. And I'm not hating because it takes skill to go 11 for 11. That's borderline impossible. But what Jalen Brunson did to me was more impressive with the defensive attention he was garnering. And to do it in a come from behind win, so yeah, I'm more impressed with, by Jalen. With, with, with that being said, though, Miles, we're also talking about a uh, Keegan Murray who has been up and down, not with shooting, but with actually taking shots. The fact that he'll shoot, the fact that he was had that much confidence to continue shooting the basketball, because he's I've seen one go in, I've seen two go in, and then I've seen him pass on wide open threes. So for him to for him to be as aggressive as he was, gives me the idea that okay. We got a guy. We got a guy that's getting more confidence. Not only is he getting more confidence, that team is playing with more confidence. When he plays like that, I don't expect him to go for forty every night. But when he's playing like that, they're a much better unit. Much better unit when he's playing with that kind of confidence. For sure. I just don't think he played better than Jalen Brunson. Mm -hmm. Damo, 
which performance do you guys be more impressive? I mean, my answer should be very simple and clear. Uh, Keegan Murray, three for four from the free throw line. Jalen Brunson, nine for nine, I believe. Hey, <laughs> shout out Jalen Brunson. Nine straight, nine straight free throws, made all of them. Cool, but ethical buckets is what I'm here for. And Keegan Murray not only was the more surprising, and I'm and I feel like was more important because he's been wavering all season. It was more ethical, so I know it was real. He he dropped a real 47 last night. I, I, I got to give it to him. If you take the free throws away from both of them, he finishes with more points than Jalen Brunson on the. Damo, what's your issue? Damo, what's your issue with you? Was going who, to the strike? That's part of the game. Yeah, Damo, who was he? Who was he guarding? Damo? Who was guarding? And who was guarding him, Damo? It don't matter. Casper could have been guarding him. I'm here for. Oh, hey, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just asking who was guarding Keegan Murray last night for most of the time. I can't tell you who because I didn't watch from, that game. From, from Techia. Yeah, I and know. Nicole, and, 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 and I can't get this kid's name right from from Kansas. Akbaji. Yeah, he, he was trying to deal with him. It, it wasn't so working. so so so. What's more impressive to you uh, now, Chill? Tell me what you think about it. I mean, Donald probably still wants down on the square. I know how he get down, but I'm just saying, like, if you Jalen Brunson and you cooking Devin Booker, KD and them boys. Right. Versus him cooking somebody you don't even you don't even you ain't never heard of this dude. They never heard of him. Push shells through his convertible. You don't know who he is. Right. Who what, what's more impressive? I mean, Jalen Brunson was cooking too, bro. And like Mars said, he did blow a few bunnies early in the game, get, get into the rack. Tibbs called mm-hmm. quick time. I didn't even think he was gonna get it going like that. Right. But even who still, it was Devin like, Booker and Kevin Durant though. This no, no, no. I'm saying, but then, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you're saying that like. Devin, you're saying like Devin Booker and Kevin Durant are these perennial all-time defenders or these guys that we know for their defense. There are other buckets. I mean, no, no, I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that everybody was saying to me that Devin Booker plays high-level defense. And so for Devin Booker to be getting cooked like that by a midget, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just, no, I'm, no, I'm just giving you what people are saying to me. I ain't saying you. I said, right. I'm saying what people are saying but to the, me. Here's the difference, though, Ticket. The difference is that, again, I've seen, I've seen Jalen Brunson go off on other guys. Who do play high level defense? But just because this man have a, just because he get, get a lucky night and do it, because he'll never do it again. Oh no, this ain't a lucky night. This, this is a guy that watches the show. He's seen where you put him on the tier list. I got you, Bob. I see you. He's seen where you put him in the tier list and made you eat your words. There's no way that. Oh, well, tell, hold on, Damo. Tell him, Damo. Well, well, Damo. Since we gonna do that, tell him. Hey, hold on, Damo. Since we since we gonna do that, tell him I said do it again. Then I I double dog there. and then Damo. Wait a minute. Since we since hold on, Damo. Since we really doing that. Then talk about your boy who got smoked, cause my boy must have heard you, cause George it was a pool party all over that bum in Indiana. But y'all ain't want to talk about that first run, mm-hmm. your punk, your your little. Yeah. I don't even want to. I can't even say what I'm saying on here right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all want to talk about that? It was a pool party. George Poole went and dropped thirty on that bum in Indiana. And like I said, they've been falling like a sack of uh, 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 bricks. And ain't nobody want to say nothing about that. Y'all want to come in here talking about this Rudy Poole candy stuff y'all talking about, man? Come on, bro, keep it a hundred, man. Y'all boy getting exposed. Don't nobody want to say nothing. First of all, no Tyrese Halliburton is not getting exposed. That's not true, Ticket. He is not getting when, exposed. When, when Jordan Poole give you 30, the way he's been playing this year, and they drop you off, yes, you right. are getting exposed. And, and you know, a three-game losing streak right now? Ever since the bubble started, they got a losing record since they since the uh they lost in the tournament? Yeah, they have lost three of their last four games. That's, yeah, that, so they're getting exposed they right now. They've been horrible since since the in-season tournament. They but was they a one-hit wonder? No wonder they disappeared. No, I don't know about if they're a one-hit wonder. But to Ron's point, even though I think that they got better players than Ron gave them credit for, 
Tyrese Halliburton is the engine that makes them go. Tyrese Halliburton is the engine that makes them go. And sure, he's come back down to earth. So those 28 and 16 games, those that 25 and 15, them games, those games, they ain't far and few between, but he's he's now down to like 19 and 11, 22 and 10, stuff like that. He's still doing that, but he's still the engine that makes that team go. 100% says that. So for you to call it's him just funny to me Ron, It's funny to me how Ron want to lead with that, but he don't want to lead with that, what we just said right then. Ron, you a funny cat, dog. You you're, you're a funny what? cat, B. The, oh, them checks that uh that um you know that what you call it, kicking you and Damo, uh, uh old boy from Indiana, Tyrese Hallenberg. Tyrese Hallenberg. Uh, 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 ticket, ticket, ticket. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm back in Atlanta now. Ron got on new beach. Look at this dude. He got on because all those dudes you was hyping up, whenever they weren't producing, you weren't quick to come on here and speak out your mouth. I, I, I did on my channel too. I did on my channel too. That's fine. You can do it on your channel. You didn't do it here. No, no, I didn't. You didn't do it here. When when Wimby was out there, when Wimby was out there not producing anything and clearly wasn't going to hit that mark, you didn't come on here and lead with those topics. People had to still averaging a dub, right? He was still averaging a dub, though, right? No, the Spurs was losing 15 games. You didn't come out your mouth to say anything about the Spurs until you were pressed about it. So stop you hey, 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 listen. Hey, I, I, I just use your words. I, I say great problems. Thomas has a bad game. You don't <laughs> lead. You don't lead the conversation with how Cam Thomas had a bad game. No, you wait for somebody to. Nah, he, had 40, he had 41 last game, game though.
and and watch how this goes. I promise you, watch how this goes. Watch how this whole Dallas shit goes from looking so pretty and and, and nice and something that we all want to buy stock in. And at the end of the year, it's going to look so raggedy and nobody's going to ride on that boat. I promise you, when it starts getting rocky, hey, when it starts getting rocky, we're going to see which ships can float and which ships start to sink. And I promise you, I promise you that Dallas ship is not going to look all that good. Nobody up here is going to want to go on a cruise on that. Is Luca on the cruise? Yes. Okay, so I'm I'm always, and I mean always, going to pick that cruise. I, I mean, if it's riding with Luca, it's riding with Luca. That is the, a next potential goal. What are we talking? That's why people talk about and glaze Luca like that because there is a genuine between Trey Young and Luca Duncan. Yeah, somebody background sound wild. It sound wild as hell back. Um, but yeah, Trey Young and Luca. There's a clear gap in who are they? Who they? Who they're gonna be? I I call it the and maybe I'm crazy. Called the Paul Pierce, Kobe Bryant level in like back in the mid 2000s. Both great players. There was a level between Kobe Bryant and Paul. They weren't close. They were. Yo, I'm not as good as Paul Pierce was. And on top of that, Domo, the fact that he ended up winning the Finals MVP. I'm not gonna say in the asterisk because he did win the Finals MVP. Even though I thought KG had a legit, they had a legit argument. And everybody, that was actual conversation between Kobe and, and Paul Pierce. I never entertained that. At no point did I entertain that because I never thought that they were close to each other. Trey Young and Luca, the fact that Trey Young has taken his team to the Eastern Conference Championship, just like Luca has taken his team to the Western Conference Championship. You're talking about uh, Trey Young going, I think he went 38 and 11 a couple of nights ago, Ron. I mean, you can't leave out the eight turnovers that he had. That, that, that's a pretty big deal to mention that, too. The fact that he turns the, turns the basketball over a lot. But to Mars's point, I don't think that we really recognize how the fact that he's small, that's a really de- that's a real detriment to him. It is. It, it, it's, it's a real detriment to him. Simply off the strength that he is found defensively as a liability, even though he gives effort when he's in the paint trying to – when he's in the paint trying to finish – because he's not a great athlete like what Allen Iverson was or guys like that. That that's that's a huge detriment to him. So when you look at a guy like Luca at six seven, who can finish around the basket, who can shoot over guys, I think it's I, I do think that there's levels to it. Yo, once again, I'm not I'm not trying to compare either of these two. I'm not saying that Trey is as good as Luca. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when Trey goes 30 and 17, then turns around and goes 38 and 11 then turns back around and goes 30 and 15 mm-hmm. uh, or 30 and 35 and 10. Matter of fact, 35 and 17, 38 and 11, 35 and 10. I just find it weird how we don't talk about it. Like I think he's hey, I think if I would have brought it up, we would have just we would have just kept skating. I, I think he's averaging like I think he's averaging like 31 and 11 over the last five games, something crazy like that. I mean that's 30 and 10. That's a pretty big deal for a point guard. I I I won't argue that. That's that's a pretty big deal. Because we can Numbers are great. Everyone's putting up numbers this season. There's a lot of numbers being put up, a lot of stretches of being had that are great for players. It's about perspective. And when you look at those numbers from Trey Young, I'm sorry. I'm going to speak just for me. I'm not going to go with the narrative. I'm not going to go with what other people think. I'm going to just go with what I think. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Like, what? who cares? if He can go out there and average 50 points for five straight games, a 50-point triple-double. You know what I'm going to say? That's still Atlanta. Because I, I don't believe in Atlanta. I don't think that's going to go anywhere. There is a cap to what that's going to do. With Luka Doncic, hey, man, that's a great one. 
the, 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 the perception of Luca is way different than the perception of, of a Trey Young. Trey Young numbers are cool, and, and that's fine. If you want to talk about his numbers, bring them up. I try to do it with all the guys I like, pause. I, I bring them up. You got to be the noise you want to hear. I feel it. But to say, oh, if, if Luca was to do it, that's my that's the reason I brought up the comparison. I'm not saying you're trying to say he's better than Luca, but if you're gonna say, oh, if Luca did it, y'all would be yes, you're damn right. You wanna know why? Because Luca is Luca. Trey Young is Trey Young, Luca is Luca. That's the difference. Which is why there's that makes to this, sense. Ron, and to, it, to, to the it, dude it in makes the, a lot of sense. To the dude in the chat, Divine Unity, when he said Chilltown cut the BS, Paul Pierce was close to Kobe's level sucker. Actually, he wasn't. And this is why I have a problem. This is exactly why I have a problem. When I hear people talking about me and Mars go, me and Mars have gone back and forth about this plenty of times with a guy being better at basketball. Because at times a better basketball player gets outplayed. That's why. That happens every night. That's why. <laughs> it, it, it can happen on any given night. But all right, what Ron, else uh did you, you guys see Ron, from this you weekend? Stay, Ron, What's you stay up? banking on these losers, man. That's what I see. I see you see ticket. Hey, ticket. If Trey, if Trey loser, if Trey loser, I ain't talking about him. I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about your boy Tyrese Hallenberg. Let's talk talk about him. Why you don't want to talk about that? Why you don't y'all do all this talk about about uh Jordan Poole and rightfully so he been garbage this year, right? But he was vindicated when we seen Draymond Green uh knock the other dude out. So he was vindicated while he been playing like trash. When you get your eyeballs and your brains knocked out so hard that you forget how to play basketball, that's a good excuse for not playing good basketball. So now let's talk about how he remembered how to play basketball against your boy and dropped that 30 piece biscuit, no sweet and sour sauce on his helmet. You don't want to talk about that? You don't want to talk about how your dude's been absolute garbage since that fake little tournament championship run. They've been trash. What's up, Ron? All this They've been trash. next world, the, the top five MVP stuff. All that's flushed down the toilet. He came back down to reality. And this is why I told you, you do this all the time at the beginning of the season. Y'all praise these dudes and put these dudes on elevations that they shouldn't be on. We should, you have to be able to earn and gain that type of respect and that type of reputation, bro. And he hadn't done it. He's been doing a good job. He's all right. You know what I'm saying? But let him prove it. Let him show us through a whole season he can go get it done. And then you come here today. Oh, yeah, man. We're going to give y'all reasons why the Clippers going to win the championship. The strippers do what strippers do. They're going to fool you all the time. This ain't nothing new from James Harden. We've seen this every single season of his career. He's going to do numbers during the regular season. He's going to do the shit. He's going to get a couple game winners. Clippers, oh, we we'll get back to it. But this, oh, no, I'm just no, telling people what you do. Let's stay right here in Indiana. Let's stay right here But this is what you do. No, no, I'm still on all Tyrese. I'm still on all team. I ain't changed nothing. You praise Bulldog. That's what you do. You come here, Trey Young. You pick every loser in the league and get behind him. No, I pick good players that you guys don't pay no attention to. That's what I do. Because they lose you, it. Hey, you, hey, 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 nobody wanted to show Halle love until I started showing Halle love. I started showing Halle big love. Yeah, you, you got like the whole I NBA said, showing Halle like love. I, said, I need that. Like, hey, like I said, the team is whack, and I told y'all this. I told you well, this. I, I would say you nobody you wanted to listen. Yes, yes, they, 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 they was on a good run, but the team is not good. They have I not been no, preaching? But that's not beginning? true. That's not true. He is him. No. You, now, and Dom, without, you and Damo do this. You and Damo have done this. You and Jordan Poole, I promise you. No, no, no. But I know, I'm not just saying, like I'm saying, this is what you, this is what you and Damo do. If you put Jordan you, Poole on that team. Halliburton, you and Damo go to all these teams. changes the whole narrative of that team. That's the point you, that I'm trying to make. You, With yo, you and Damo go they, to are, the, they are a competent team. Without You and Damo go to the worst teams in the league, Ron. You and Damo go to the worst teams in the league. And See, I know Damo's a real – he really watched the game. 
Because Dama will come tell you about players you ain't never even thought about hearing about, Chilltown. Dama will come tell you about somebody from Detroit you ain't heard about, somebody from the Hornets you ain't heard about. So, yeah, I do respect Dama. He's a hardcore NBA basketball fan. But these dudes ain't doing nothing. Dama will always be coming talking about how they should be on TV, get more airtime. For what? The, the Pistons are the magic that, not... The Holy Hell will be... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm no, just saying, no, no, the only hell beat out of them, Damo. The, the Orlando Magic, ever since you said that about Orlando that day, them, them dudes don't fell all the way off. They don't lost every game to the Celtics ever since. They've been getting the hell beat out of them ever since you made that statement about them a couple weeks ago. And then, like I said, the Indiana Pacers. These dudes are horrible, bro. And it ain't because of the role players. It start with that dude y'all set up here and try to put at the top, not you, Damo, but Ron trying to put a top five NBA level, uh, MVP level. Stop doing this to those dudes, bro. It's a reason why they ain't on TV. It's a reason why they're not getting those games because they ain't like they ain't built like that. If they was, they would be. Listen, okay. uh, when it when it comes to the Magic, I mean, yeah, they I guess they were a two seed. Now they're a four seed. I mean, I don't know that's falling all the way off. They're still a four seed. They're sixteen and nine. The only team in contention that doesn't have double digit losses. I don't know how we're going to say they fell all the way off, but that was a team I was very high on this offseason. That was telling people, y'all should check them out. Look at them. This team is deeper than y'all think. This team is better than y'all think. I also told people about, well, I also was telling everyone, Sengun's going to take a leap this year. I said that. I said by the end of the year, we're going to be talking about Sengun like he's a top five center. He's in those talks. So far, with how Sengun's been playing, I mean, you if, if you don't have him top five, he's six and knocking on the door. Like, Sengun's been balling. So, again, with all these guys that I'm talking about, it's funny that you will pull up the Pistons, but no one wants to talk about the Magic. I, I gave everyone four teams this year that were going to take leaps. Three of them did. One didn't. I'm three for four. That's still efficient. Just like Keegan Murray's three for four from the three point from the free throw line made his 47 ethical. It all circles did, back to the really quick, take a leap? Quick, quick, quick question for you, Damo. Quick question for you, Damo, because I was watching that. Uh, I was watching that that uh, that Bucks Houston game yesterday. Am I allowed if I think Singoon should be a four man? I I I don't I don't love him at I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't play the five. I just don't love him at the five. And I know what the five man is today. I know the five man is more perimeter perimeter oriented. I know the five man is 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 handling the basketball on on the perimeter. I do know that. But when I watch him, I think about a dirty work five man like Jalen Duran. Like if he played with Jalen Duran, how much more effective he would be? Somebody like that. If you can move him to the four. If he played with somebody like a Miles Turner type guy that that did all the dirty work. You can move him to the four. Kind of like how I feel about Bam. I'm not sure if if, if I love him at the five. I'll say this, and Mars, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, I'll give you the chips. You're definitely the bigger Rockets guy than me. I'm going to just say what I think. With Singoon, I'm not mad at putting him at the four, but if you're going to do that, then you got to go all in with this team being his team. And I know me and I know me and Mars have went back and forth about that before on well, they do use him in that way. I mean full-fledged use him in that way. Full-fledged when the offense storm, him, he is the he, he is the centerpiece 24-7. If you're gonna put him at the four and bring a five-man in there to basically basically do like Zach Collin does next to uh uh Wimbiamba. Now, if we want to say, hey, they do it enough, it's other pieces, cool. I'll let Mars explain that. But to me, that's the only way he should be the four. If you're full-fledged, gonna treat him like Jokic on offense and let him dictate majority of what's going on. I don't think there's a five in the league good enough to move Sengun over. I don't I don't think it makes sense from a spacing perspective. Now I understand the rebounding, because that's why we lost yesterday, because we can't get a rebound. But um rim protection was bad too. Yeah, but against Yannis, I guess Yannis, am I really surprised about rim protection? Man, no. 
rebounding that was that was that was unfortunate and that's why we lost but, um i understand it from that perspective but i just think i don't think there's a five in the league because sangoon doesn't play on the perimeter well enough yet to really play the four consistently in my opinion um he's not very confident in his jump shot I'm not expecting him to be just observations um he likes to play more more in the low post and there's not many centers who you could compliment next to him and i'm not here to have miles turner spotting up on the three-point line for spacing you might as well just have jabari smith so um i'm fine with him at the five but i think our offense does need to evolve it's pretty basic right now and it might be because you're in implementing new additions like fred and dylan so you gotta keep it more simple but i would like for our offense to have more layers to it and I think um, I think Jalen Green is not very happy with the way the offense is being used, but that's just me. Mark, I disagree with you what you said about Sangoon being a, not being confident. Man, that man be launching them threes, bro. So he he definitely is confident in the mm. shot. Just don't be mm. hitting them. He every time he get it, if he, if he open, he launching threes, bro. He letting that thing fly. So he not like a dude that's like Draymond that froze up, wouldn't shoot it because he was afraid. Every time I watch this dude. And he's at the three. He's at the three point line, and he got to look. He letting that thing fly, bro. Mm, I see many times where he's on the three point line, and people won't even close out, and he's throwing up pump fakes. Because, and I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I don't want Sangoon just sitting out on the three point line, just jacking up threes. But, and that's that was a problem he had last season. I think this season he's definitely become more confident, especially on that top of the key three. Now, from the wings and the corners, don't ever shoot a three. He hasn't got that in his game yet. But top of the key, um, I think he's added that to his game. And um, the reason I said I think Jalen Green's not happy with the offense is not because he's inefficient or whatever. That's his own doing. But um, he posted a little Instagram story last night of him and Sengun in a little two-man game. And like it was like the, the caption was two-man undefeated, which I think that's a very good play for us when you run the Sengun um, Jalen Green two-man game. But we don't go to it a whole lot because he may trust the ball in Fred Van Vliet's hands more than Jalen Green. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm saying from Jalen Green's perspective, I think he wants the ball in his hands more. I think he wants to have that type of responsibility. In the game where Fred Van Vliet missed, Jalen had the ball in his hands and it was one of the better games he's had this season. So I think he wants to run that two-man game more often because it's pretty good when he does it. And I'm not saying it's better than Fred Van Vliet. I'm just saying, I think from a rhythm perspective, because I don't think there's any reason why Jalen Green takes the least amount of shots in the starting five. I don't think there's a reason for that. Um, and a lot of the times, a lot of his shots end up just being to close quarters. You got him taking the shots for the two, two for ones, or the end of the end of the quarters. He's not getting shots within the flow of the offense or in the half court. Not as many as I think he should get, or as many as I think the offense should be creating for him. So um, I think. Really quick, real quick, ticket, Mars. With watching this unit, I, I watched Houston yesterday, and I watched them a couple of times. Like you just mentioned, the, he, he takes the least amount of shots. Do they run anything for him? They don't have any sets that they run for him. That's I don't, yeah, that's the point. I don't, I, I, I don't see that. I don't see them run anything for him. Where they actually run stuff for Sangoon, right? They're, and not only do they run stuff for Sangoon, Dylan Brooks will get stuff out of the offense, playing off of playing playing off of Sangoon. Jalen Green looks like the kind of guy where yo, we got to get him in sets. We got to get double screens. We got to get him in pick and roll, in in two man game, something like that, or get him in isolations. They don't run any sets for him where he'll go two, three trips, 
where he won't touch the ball. So the next time he gets the ball, he's just looking to shoot it. Whether it's a bad shot or not, it doesn't make a difference. He's just looking to shoot the basketball. So I think that, I mean, again, with watching Houston, I don't know if I'm going crazy, but I don't think I don't see them running a lot of stuff for him, and I don't know why. They I know what it is because the coach don't like his game. The coach does not like his game. They're going to probably trade him. So the coach don't like his game, bro. Like, look for him to be moved in a package. If the Celtics come up short this year, look for the coach try to go after Jalen Brown or something like that. He don't like this, that dude's game, bro. I can tell when a coach don't like your game. A coach does not like that. For example, this, I don't know why Ime Udoka likes this dude, but for some reason he likes that bum, Dylan Brooks. And Dylan Brooks is a, is a clown. He's a straight clown. I'm going to tell you something, Mars. That dude is going to cause y'all a playoff ticket, series. Before you go any further, ticket, before you go any further, yo, brother, listen. I know what you're looking at. Stop looking at the antics and look at his I'm, game. But that, hold on, and but he, he's, a, he's, a consummate, he's a consummate player that he may. He's a consummate he, player that he may likes. The, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying he thinks he's Draymond. Hold on, but he he thinks he's Draymond Green, Chilltown. And what he's going to do is he's going. He, what he what this idiot is doing is I'm telling you this right now. He's building up a bad reputation with the refs. So what's going to happen is now since you want to act like Draymond when they get to a playoff series and they really need this guy. He's going to do something stupid to tip the referee scale to throw his ass out the game because he's going to blow it. They're going to have a shorter leash with him because, like, I'm going to tell you something. I went back, and there's a video on YouTube of all of Draymond Green's ejections, Shieldtown. 80% of those ejections was bull job. But Draymond Green was getting ejected based on reputation. reputation. So even if he wasn't fouling guys, if he got up and said one thing, the ref was throwing him out the game. What Dylan Brooks is doing, chill. By all of this stuff he's doing, antagonizing the rest, all his foolishness, trying to act like he's Draymond, he's building up a bad rep. So when you get to a seven-game series and the game gets physical and he's really trying to D dudes up and the rep make call a bull job foul, the first time you turn around and say something, they're going to end up teeing him up. He's going to get double T thrown out of series, and that's going to cause Houston to lose a series or come up short in a series because this fool is out here trying to act like he's Draymond Green. But ticket, I don't think he's trying to act like he's Draymond Green. I just think he's another one of those type of basketball players that we've always had in the NBA. A hothead case, one of those guys who are overly confident in his game, and he needs that to be able to perform at the highest level to play the best 450 basketball players on the planet. He needs to wake up in every day and think, I'm not Dylan Brooks, the rotation guy. I'm Dylan Brooks, the whole package. I'm Dylan Brooks, the hooper. I'm Dylan Brooks, the guy that's going to sit there and guard the best player on any given night in the league filled with 450 of the best players in the world. It's a mindset thing. I don't think this I, is a negative. I agree. Now, there, I, there, look, there, I hold, agree. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There are negatives to it. I, I, I will say you're right. There are negatives to being that type of player. But this is not something that is new. This is not a new thing in the NBA, and this is not trying to be Draymond Green. Draymond has been the most successful head case we've had in this era so far. But Dennis Rodman wasn't the first hothead, eccentric, sporadic player. He was just one I of the more successful you. ones. So he I, gets I disagree. more bothered. What do you mean you disagree? I, what I, is he not But it's Patrick Beverly. Is Patrick Beverly not the best player too? You, you, hold on. You said something else. Pat Beverly came in the league on that. When Dylan Brooks so came in the league, the members, he went, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. He wasn't doing all them antics, getting thrown out the game, getting all those ejections and texts. Go back and look at his first couple of years in Memphis. Dylan Brooks was known as a good, solid role player. He played hard. He was known as a good role player those first few years. But it wasn't nothing that, that we looking at him and saying, hey, man, this dude is all world uh, uh, crazy. No, we weren't looking at him like that, bro. He just started doing this type of foolishness last year and this year. 
did he just start doing it or has a magnifying glass been put on him since doing it to LeBron and now you're just not realizing it because I no 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 no. I'm saying he just started hold on but all you gotta hold on all you gotta do is go look at his text go look at from last year and this year and then before last year he wasn't doing that kind of stuff you can't go find videos of him acting a fool he got thrown out of the Memphis game and broke Gary Payton's arm he should have been suspended for the rest of the series. So he's been yeah, this no, kind no, of that player. Even if you go back to when he was in college at Oregon, he actually got into it with Coach K. So he's always been somewhat of a hothead. In, in that I know he hadn't been doing it. And then when he got to the NBA, he he just he wasn't the dude. problem that we're having with Dylan Brooks, the biggest problem that we're having with Dylan Brooks is it takes away from the player that he is. Dylan Brooks can play. Dylan Brooks is a no, it doesn't, I, I thought he was better. I thought he was better in Memphis. He was better in Memphis to me when he wasn't doing that. He was better in Memphis when he wasn't doing that to me. To me, he was better in Memphis. To me, he was better in Memphis when he wasn't doing all this poke the bear and all this other stuff and screaming. He was better in Memphis for those first couple of years before he started doing all this. Then look, them last, last, that last year and this year is when he started with all these crazy antics. Oh, poke the bear and staring dudes down, all this foolishness he's been doing. He wasn't doing that them first few years in Who was interviewing him before? Because he came no, no, no. I'm about, I watched, hold on, hold on, hold on. I watched the game. I'm talking about his answers during the game. I'm about his answers during the game. That was the 22-win Grizzlies team. His second year, when the Grizzlies were, what, 33 and 49, when they started to improve, he was hurt that year. He was like 18 games. So he missed an entire second season. The third year... Was the what the 34 win Grizzlies team in uh 2019 2020? Is that not when Josh started to emerge a little bit? And by that time, if you knew Dylan Brooks, he was already doing little things whenever he did get playtime. I'm taking, I'm telling you, Dylan Brooks has always been this. He is just given more opportunity, so he's given a bigger chance to do it. At first, it was the micro dose. Yes, it's amplified. It was micro doses at first. I'm telling you, you were not checking for Dylan Brooks when the Grizzlies I was, had I was watching win. all the game. I was you, Damo, you don't know, Damo, you don't, Damo, Damo, you don't know, bro. Listen, I, listen, okay. bro. I, bro, you can ask all the followers on YouTube, bro. I used to do all the games live, the live streams, the, the commentary for all those games, all those Memphis games, because I was a big John Morant and a big uh, 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 Zion Williamson fan. So I was watching all of Memphis's games even back then so because we had bets going on about those two. I said that Zion was going to be better than John and I was wrong about that. Not Zion was going to be better than Ja and better than um, Old Boy from the Knicks right now. And so, like I said, so we I was always watching the Memphis Grizzlies game. I'm just saying, my whole point was this. I thought Dillon Brooks was more effective the way he was playing the year before the last year in Memphis. I thought the last year, and especially this year, that's why I see trying to act like Draymond. Like, if Mars look at this dude, look at his ejection last night, yo. Look at what he's doing. He was never staring down LeBron James. These dudes poke the bear and all this other foolishness he's doing now, bro. And you, you y'all mark my words. You guys will go against me on a whole lot on this channel. Come to playoffs, the Houston Rockets will be a playoff team. They will get a matchup in the first round that they could possibly be able to win. And this idiot, because somebody's going to try him, is going to get ejected. And he's going to cause that team to lose a, to lose a series based off stupidity. That's, that's, Watch that's, not that's not ridiculous to say that. I, I won't go as far as the series ticket, but that's not ridiculous to say that he'll do something dumb because he's done that already in the past, in the playoffs. He's done that before. He's gotten kicked out of games. He's done stuff like that before. So that's not ridiculous to say that. It's not. 
I want to I want to take this time to go ahead and acknowledge all of our viewers and followers and say we appreciate y'all for being in here. Chat, you guys are goaded. Uh, if you guys haven't got a chance to like the video, now's the best time to like the video. Also, if you're ready to grab some merch, go ahead and go to our site. Check out what we got. I promise you we got something that you're going to be willing to grab or wanting to grab. Uh, so go check out www.playerschoicemerch.com. Also, you have the ability to send super chats via PayPal, via Cash App, via Venmo when you're not on the show, and we'll read them on the show. Um, Before we go any further, Rod, are we up, not going to talk about? Are we not going to talk about Damo in here looking clean in the kitchen sink? Are we not going to get on that? Is is, is that just going to be something that's just going to go over everybody's head? Are we not going to talk about how fresh Damo is in here today? Is that what we're not going to do? So we ain't doing that. I mean, what, what's, check, what's, check really, what, what, what's really good, check brother? Boy. What's going on? My boy cleaned oh, up, nah, man. I, I had a what well, nah, uh Saturday I had a daddy daughter dance. Went, went to oh, I, 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 I couldn't I go out there embarrassing my baby, man. Yeah, I, I got, I got it out there like And ticket and ticket. I was watching that Houston Rockets game. Ticket, please do yourself a favor. Stop paying more attention to Middleton. I think you looking at Middleton. I think you looking at Middleton like he's washed. I don't think he's washed. Ticket. He's just he's just more effective how he plays now. Sure, he don't he doesn't get up and down like he used to, but he's still he's still money in the mid range. He still can create his own shot. He still gets good looks in transition. He's still one of the better passing wings and getting guys involved. I don't think he's washed, ticket. I I, I think you need to start paying more attention to Middleton. He moved like a fifty year old. He moved like a fifty year old man. He's gonna get he's gonna get exposed in in the playoffs on defense uh, because because of his lateral movement. And like I said, he just ain't the same as he's been. Before he got hurt, that, that Which injury is fair. Really, that's took, fair. It really took a that's, lot from him. I can see it. That's, that's that's fair, but he still is. He still. I I think you. I don't think you're giving him enough credit for his. He hasn't lost as much athleticism as you think he has, Tiki. He still Boy, gets up you, and down the floor really well. He does. If if you really want to talk credit, then the people that should be in here talking about credit is Mr. Mars Blackman that's standing on, on the top of your screen right now, because Mr. Mr. Mars Blackman, who I call the great one. You understand what I'm saying? He wouldn't give credit to the immortal one, Clay Thompson. Mm. And he said that stuff about the immortal, the immortal Clay Thompson. Oh, oh, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some pimping in it. <laughs> what did he go? What What's up, Mars? Like I think he had six or seven threes Whoa. a couple of nights ago. I, I, I think, or last night against Portland, I think he had six or seven threes or something like that. Something, something like that. He had twenty-eight last night. Right. What he had six threes last night. I think it was something like that. He's been playing good over the last couple of games. He has been. He's been shooting the ball a lot better. Yes, he, he has. has. Get on, get on him, ticket. Get, get on Mars, ticket. By how he was Ever since Mars said Clay Thompson was washed. <laughs> ever since the last, the other day, other week, me and Mars had that argument on Clay. And Mars is like Mars. Said, oh, and and I said Mars, you better watch out for Clay. Will hit before Clay hit you. And Mars was like, mm -hmm. oh, well, then I ain't worried about that because he'll miss like he always been doing. Yep. Okay, sure well, he ain't been missing. He ain't been missing since Mars said that. That man been on fire. So it's like crazy. I, said, I, I called, I called him more. I called him more. Fourteen months ago. Nowhere. So if it took him fourteen months to hear what I said, I mean, I guess I called him more over a year. Well, I, listen, I still, like I said, are you impressed right now, Mars? What you seeing from Clay? Yeah, he's playing. He well, he's making shots. That's nice. I mean. I said this would happen because I called him Washington in the preseason too. And I said every year Clay Thompson goes through a stretch 
where he starts making shots and the people go crazy. Uh, keep the make the apologies as loud as the disrespect. When he plays 20 terrible terrible games, it's, oh, Clay will be back. Then he plays five good games. It's all, oh, I told you he'll be back. He's great. And then he'll play terrible again. And it's all, well, he'll be back for five games again. And then I have to be told, oh, he's not washed. See, look at these five games. I don't care. Well done. He's playing well for three games. Congratulations. I'm not going to hate on him. for. So, but how is he? But Mars, if that's the case, him, how did he shoot still watch. for three like you? So, no, that's the case. How did he shoot, shoot for the ball. three? I, I never said he can't shoot. I no, never no, said Clay no, can't but shoot. Saying he's going he's washed. No, I'm saying you're saying he's going through 20 game stretches where he's playing bad, and then four or five games or three games he's playing good. I'm saying if that's the case, how the hell is he still averaging 21 on 40 percent from the three? That's because what he's been Clay averaging his whole career, damn it. Because Clay Thompson will have games where he goes nine for 12, and nine for 12 is 75 percent, and it can balance out a game where you go one for eight. Like he, like he did, like he did earlier this week. Mathematics would make that 10 for 20. Like he did earlier this week, Mark, when he went two for 10. Like, like he went two for 10 a couple of days ago. Yeah, like before the before the by the way, the Clippers game where he made eight threes, he still can't dribble. Like, nice, he can make shots. That's great. Congratulations, Clay. You can make some, you can make some threes. Finally, the Warriors have needed you to make some threes. Fantastic. He's still washed, he's still terrible on defense, he still can't dribble, he still can't pass, he still can't get to the rim. And then when he does get to the rim, he can't finish at the rim. So well done, Clay. You can do the one thing you were always able to do, which is shoot the ball. Even if Clay shoots 40% for the rest of the season, I'm still gonna call him washed because he can't do anything else. The only Luke Canard is Clay Thompson at this point. What else can Clay do mm. other than shoot? What else Mars, can he do? With, with that being he's yeah, he's he's never been a great passer. I wouldn't even argue Clay being a good pass. Yeah, but at least back then he, he could play defense. Now he okay, play I will defense. give you that. I will give you that. But so if you if you want to argue that Clay can still shoot, I never I never argued that Clay couldn't shoot. I never once said Clay cannot shoot the basketball. I didn't. I even said last season when he was shooting forty percent, I was calling him washed because he can't do anything else. He which he could do, do. which he could do. Back in the, in the day, he could play defense. Now, guess what? You need Andrew Wiggins to guard that matchup because Clay Thompson can't do it. Clay Thompson is a bigger mismatch hunt than Steph Curry was in the 2022 playoffs. Steph Curry wasn't even getting cooked as bad as Clay Thompson was. That's you how bad that on defense he was. Ticket, That's how bad that? Clay Thompson was on defense. You know you who the Mavericks that? mismatch hunt is? Clay Thompson. There was, a game, there was a game the Mavericks put, the, the Warriors put Clay on Luka Doncic and he got obliterated. He can't guard anymore. And it is what it is. He's torn his Achilles and he's torn his ACL. I don't expect you to be able to guard anymore. But he's washed. Because if half, if the main value of Clay Thompson was the way he could shoot and the way he could play defense, and he can only do one of those things, what's he bringing to me? He's Luke Kennard. Congratulations, the Warriors have Luke Kennard at 14 of you. That's he's washed. Right there, huh? he, now, he, now, that reason why it's disrespectful <laughs> is because he got a way better mind. He got a way better thought process to the game. And he has a way, his game has a way better elevation. The dude who said that he played well against bad teams, Brooklyn is not a bad team. Brooklyn is a solid team, bro. Brooklyn is not a bad team, bro. Brooklyn, Brooklyn been out here. Brooklyn, Brooklyn been out here giving dudes the blues. And so let's let's keep that 100 off the rip. So don't, don't say Brooklyn's a bad team. That's first and foremost. And then back to Mars about Clay. The immortal Clay Thompson, everything he does helps free up Steph Curry more. So when Clay that, is going that take is going, four years old. That doesn't. That's not even true anymore. It's not. I'm hold sorry. On, hold that's on, not on, even true anymore. Teams are not guarding Clay like they did in 2017. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm disagreeing with you on that. I'm saying when he does have it going, he that's what he does. When he does have it going, he makes Steph Curry more elite. I'm still not. Did you watch the Clippers game? Did you watch the Clippers game? No, I'm not. Clay made eight threes. Clay made eight threes. They were still leaving Clay for Steph Curry. No, I'm saying the game threes. They, when bro, Clay was I'm eight for twelve, the Clippers, Steph was still not getting freed up. 
Still no, I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, I'm saying if Clay Thompson is playing consistent and he's hitting threes, that is makes Steph Curry's job in the long run easier, bro. That's been proven. So what I'm saying is that makes the team that much more dangerous as a team. You can say whatever you want to say. And this is why I always say this, right? Y'all always get mad, bro. It's different when you've been in between the lines and understand certain things, bro. You can say, oh, they're not guarding him the same. That coach in that huddle is telling them something. When Clay starts hitting those threes and he shows you and he's hitting them for a couple, now we have to adjust our defense. We're not going to play lax off him like that no more because once you let Clay get going, that is a ticking time bomb that's waiting to go off. And I don't want that to go off again because just as cold as Clay get, Clay can get piping hot and he was doing that in his prime. Clay would have stretches where he would shoot bad and then have games where he'd go get 30 and a quarter. So we've seen that before too. It was just that he was doing it more as far, as far as consistently playing well before he got those two injuries than afterwards, bro. So even though after he did that, he's just struggling trying to find himself and find, I think what he does is, Mars, I think he rushes his shots sometimes too much instead of before they just came to him in the flow. I think that's where Clay gets into trouble as far as shooting bad because if you look at his shots, a lot of times they're forced or rushed. They're just bad shots sometimes versus before when he was catching them, he's catching them in rhythm, catching them and letting that thing fly, and it's just on the money. Now it's more force of shots, so it messes up the whole offense and how they should be playing with guys like him and Steph on the team. If he if, if he didn't force his shots as much and let those shots come to him, Clay would Clay would look a lot better than what you think he is. Ron, you try to put on the screen. Yeah, that, I mean, no, that's bro. a fact. That man ain't never run. That man ain't never ran. Ain't never sit up. Ain't never been on the court. So I don't care what he say. You can throw any sign you want to throw up. You come to my hood throwing up signs, and you better watch out because you get filled up with holes. This ain't got nothing. Yo, Zen Master, what did what Zen Master do to you, Tiki? No, I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about Ron. I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about Ron. Ron know what he's doing. I'm talking about you. That doesn't have anything to do with you. So Ron know what he's doing. Tiki, this literally has nothing to do with you. Nah, you know what you're doing, dog. You want to be funny. That's okay. That's Tiki, do you know what's the context behind Zen Master and him throwing receipts, up this sign? I keep receipts. I keep receipts. Right. <laughs> Tiki, Tiki, it has nothing to do with you at all. I keep I'm Deion Sanders with this thing, baby. I keep receipts, baby. Believe that. <laughs> all right. Hey, Damo, I got to ask you to change your, your picture because I don't want that to, to interfere with anything we got. All right. Ticket, you, you, you see being disrespectful. Ticket, you had ticket, you had mentioned that he he's Clay Thompson is forcing a lot of shots. And I hear people all the time wanting the old Clay Thompson to come back. Ticket, is it fair to say that the reason why he's forcing a lot of shots is because he doesn't move as fast as he used to? So it doesn't look as fluid. The athleticism is winding down because he doesn't move as fast as he used to. The shots that I, he I used to get up, I disagree with chill. I, I disagree that a little bit, chill. Here's why. I disagree that because of this, bro. Because when I see Clay. He's still able to come off screens quick. He's still be able to, my whole when you playing basketball like that, bro, right. and you got so like Clay has he's psychologically chill. He's won four championships. He's been right. at the elite level of playing basketball. When people start dogging you out and stuff like that, he's sitting there like, damn, he feel like really disrespecting me. Like they they really like forgot. That's what a competitive that's what a competitive so logic does. Yeah, that's so what he's he doing is right. he play, playing himself, chill, trying to Trying to go, you know how chill when you're trying to go extra hard to prove that right. people something you shouldn't have to prove. That's what he's doing, and he's forcing himself into bad shots. Sort of like what Kobe did sometimes in points in his career, chill. You know, when Kobe really wanted to prove something, sometimes he'll right. just go in this mode where he blacks out and just takes bad, bad shots. 
That's what right. Clay has been doing since the injuries, bro. I think right. if he just scaled back, let's come to him, he look a lot better than what he he has been. Yo, <laughs> yo, I y'all childish for real. That's all I gotta say. Uh, but I'm, I'm gonna bring some context into everything that's going on. Uh, in the last five games, Clay Thompson, uh, he scored 22, 44% from the three. He, then he had a game with seven points. He had obviously had a bad game. Ron, next 20, game, Ron, he's 22 a game over the last, he's 20 a game over the last five games, shooting 43% on the long ball. That's what he's doing. He, he had a 30 ball, 24, and a 28 piece last night. Uh, but the Warriors, uh, they played against the, the, the Timber or the Trailblazers last night. Yep. And Clay obviously had a good game. Andrew Wiggins off the bench. He finally put together a good performance. 25 points, seven rebounds, went nine for 12 from the field. But the most glaring and surprising thing of the game is that Steph Curry, his streak of double-digit games, it was 268 straight games above 10 points, was snapped last night. He went two for 12 from the field and only had seven points. Um, thoughts and reactions to this? Here, Bob. Mm. I mean, let's call it what it is. He's washed. It's over for Steph Curry. He's finished. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just being funny. No, we approaching I, the Christmas. I told you guys before the season. Where's the times where Steph Curry plays terribly? Around Christmas. Around, from around Christmas. Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving, and then again around Christmas in the New Year. Where are we approaching? Christmas in the New Year. So if you were expecting Steph Curry to play well in this time of the year, that's on you because he, he never plays well at this time of the year. And his three-point streak is over because he never plays well at this time of the year. So um, I'm not surprised. Steph Curry's always a bum at this time of the year. So None of this is shocking to any of you? No. no. It is. He does this every year, damn near. Literally every single year in December and early January, he's a terrible player. Every year. Like, I'm, did I Do I expect Steph Curry to at least make one three in a game? Sure. But am I surprised that if there was a time, if you told me pick pick any month where Steph Curry will not make a three in a game, I'm gonna pick December or January every single time because that's where he plays terribly. Ron, if you was the it, it, genuinely think like genuinely talking, the first couple of years of his arrival, it would surprise me because I'm like, yo, you're supposed to be this guy. After about 2018, 19, it is just normal. Like the like. It's just normal for him to have a dead period of basketball where he's just not hitting anything or shots not going down. But then he usually turns it on. I don't see him in the season like this. I typically don't see him going to the playoffs when he is in the playoffs and having it, that effect to a high degree, He's especially since um, last year's playoffs, uh, that series against the, the, the Kings really solidified it for me. When Steph wants to turn on the cook, he's going to turn on the cook. That's not the surprising – or the, uh, the part that, like, jumps out to me the most is that he – he had like he's he's that he's cold. I'm not surprised about that. I'm not surprised about the stretch that he's possibly gonna go on. My thing is, how does Steph Curry only shoot 12 shots? I don't care if he went 0 for 12. You you guys know the whole Kobe adage. If I'm 0 for 20, I'm gonna make the next one. My thing is Steph Curry only shooting 12 shots, especially against the Blazers. That just doesn't make sense to me. Clay Thompson shooting 16 and Clay only shooting 12, or Steph only shooting 12. That doesn't make sense to me. Andrew Wiggins off the bench shooting 12 shots and Steph only shooting 12 shots. It doesn't make sense to me. I would just think more is just kind of like your logic on Jalen Green. I would expect you to get more shots. And Steph Curry is the offense. So how – and they managed to win. 
But I'm just like, I don't I don't see a world where even if Steph is two, two for 12, where I'm still not feeding him the ball and getting him more shots. Even if he's missing like team, that. Teams defend him like he's the only person on the team who can do anything. That's why. So if he doesn't have it going, he doesn't. Some of his shots were still forced anyway, because I, I think he's conscious of his streak. But teams teams defend him like no one else can do anything, and they get open shots because of it. And normally they miss. But today, not today, yesterday, they were making shots, um, other than him, obviously. And it worked. And if his teammates are making shots, he doesn't need to still ISO, mismatch him, blah, blah, blah. If they're trapping him, just move the ball. The ball will find someone who can make a shot. So he only took 12 shots because... This is a similar reason why when he played the Clippers and Clay made however many threes, eight, I think, teams are still trapping Steph, doubling Steph, helping off everyone else. It gives open shots for other people, and he shot poorly in that game. Similar, similar concept here. But I think we got to talk about how hard it is to score 10-plus points for, like, 800 games. What's LeBron's streak? Oh, it's a it's a long streak. I I, I think it, I think it's a stupid streak that it doesn't include the playoffs too. But since it's just a regular season thing, it's impressive to only to never have a game below ten points. Now I will say I think it's funny that when he got hurt against the Hawks, he stayed in to get his ten points. That was kind of funny. <laughs> but other than that, like it's, it's very impressive to know that on any night, if you have LeBron on the court, your team has ten points guaranteed. So that, that's pretty cool because. I think, I think the next longest streak is I can beat or something. I didn't I, I, I didn't watch the Warriors Blazers game. I'd be lying, Mars, if I said I did, but I did catch him a couple of nights ago against Brooklyn. And I don't understand why Steve Kerr is, is is still married to his philosophy with these guys, with Steph Curry, with uh Clay Thompson. He's still and if Draymond was playing with Draymond. He will not go with these young guys more, and I don't understand it. I understand that you won with Steph, Clay, and Dre, but to the point that we that the, the conversation that we had a couple of days ago about in 2022 when they won the NBA championship, that was the perfect time to flip this roster. That was the perfect time to capitalize on the assets that you had. But instead, he sticks with this roster, and guys like Przinsky, guys like this kid Jackson Davis that they have, ridiculous dirty work guy who I really like, right? Guys like that, Kaminga. Kaminga should be featured way more than he is. Why he yeah, isn't featured? Still, a, a coach always going to go with what they know and what they feel. And if that's the problem, Ticket. That's the problem right now. That's why they're in 11 places. But check it out. Hold on, but check it out. Right, Steve Kerr, think about it like this, though. Steve Kerr don't want to go through no rebuild. He don't want to go through no breakdown. He'd rather ride out with the guys he got than go through it all over again. Let me give you a case in point. I'll give you two quick points. Yep. First thing with, with Tyron Lue. Remember what happened with Ty Lue when LeBron left and he wanted to yeah. play J.R. Smith and they told him, don't play J.R.? He's like, no, nah, I'm playing J.R. Why? Because I know J.R. I won champion. He won championship with me, and I'm not going to do him dirty like that. I'm going to ride with my guy. Right. That got him fired, but he was willing to stand on that square, you know what I'm saying, and move forward like that. Okay, cool. Go back and also – Look at some of the other legendary coaches. They're going to ride with their guys more than not. If those guys have proven to them over the course of time that they that they can get things done, they they, they feel indebted to those guys. So a lot of the coaches, Chill Town, you don't see them make that move unless they're willing to go through a full rebuild or a rebuilding situation. Steve Kerr don't want to do it. He's already made it known. 
that he's get, he only got a couple years left to coach. When Steph Curry's gone, he's gone. And he knows Steph Curry's still trying to win chips. So he's not well, trying not- to take no risk and bet on the young guys when they haven't proven nothing to him. And then think about this, chill. What is he seeing in practice? What is he seeing in practice? What is he seeing in the games when he put them in the games? He might not be seeing stuff that he likes. He might be teaching them one thing in practice. They get in the game and do something completely different. So he's like, yo, I ain't playing these guys. I can't play these guys because they're not ready. And Steph, in his mind, may not deserve to be able to have to go through this with young guys over again. Look at your boy, LeBron. He hates playing with young guys. He always wants vets on the team. Well, when you got when you got older guys like that, we 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 rocking on a year to year basis. But if that's the case, ticket, if you're not interested in going through a rebuild, then you shouldn't be here because it's obvious that this Golden State Warriors team is on a decline, a steep decline. This is a team that just won the NBA championship two years ago. They're in eleventh place. If the season ended today, they're not a playoff team. He's he's still trying to figure out what his rotations is. Andrew Wiggins went to the bench. Why are we holding on to this unit when you got young guys? Now you just said ticket well, that. No, now the you West just, is still wide open. Now, now you did no, it's not. You just said outside of outside of two teams, outside of two teams, who's just, guaranteed in the way? You, you just said again, ticket. You 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 just said what you see it in practice. I'm sure Kaminga is in practice. Whoever is in front of him in terms of a wing guy, Kaminga is busting that guy's ass. It's not about I'm that. Sure of it. Yes, ticket. That's how you find it. It's not a kill. It's not about that. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You can call my coach and ask my G League coach, Chucky Atkins. It wasn't about that. I bust a nigga's ass in the, in the G League uh, 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 practices. That don't mean nothing. If you don't understand that scheme, that playbook they got going on, or if you ain't in the cards, your ass might not play. Simple as that. It so may if that's be- true, then, Ticket, so, so, if that's, so if we're doing that, then then now it's a situation where, okay, it's who, we, who we'd rather go with or who we paying. That's completely different, which goes back to the logic of being a part of a rebuild. And if that's the case, then what am I doing here? Then? If, if what am I doing well, here? Because we done. obviously aren't getting better. We obviously well, are not getting better. He, he felt like this was last run. I'm wasting my time here. He felt like this. Well, he he listen. He felt like this was their last run at it. Remember, chill. They went older because they thought they had one more run left in them. So they went with CP3 because they thought, look, we get rid of Jordan Poole. They said we bring an event like this. We may can get one more real run at it. He thought that. So he may have thought wrong. But I totally disagree with you. I don't know how Mars feel or Damo feel. I totally disagree with you when you say the West. To me, the West and the NBA is wide open. It's only four teams that we can legitimately say that they're the creme de la creme. Maybe the Celtics. Denver doesn't look the same. So, so, so we talk, so uh, we're just talking about the West. So we talking about the Western Conference. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Ticket Minnesota. Thumbs down. I don't trust them. I haven't seen them okay. in the playoffs. Okay, Oklahoma City. I like Oklahoma City. Uh, but we're not proving it. Okay, so thumbs down on them. Dallas. They're, they're a real deal because of Luka. Okay, thumbs up on them. Denver. They're a real deal just because of Jokic and Murray. Okay, thumbs up on them. Sacramento. Nope. Thumbs down on them. Clippers. Uh, They're a wild card because of the injuries and because of James Hart. Okay. How about the Pelicans? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Mm-hmm. Is that thumbs up or thumbs down? Or- what, for the Clippers? Yeah, yes, or, man, they got titties over titles on the roster. That's a thumbs down. So that, that's a thumbs down on them. How about New Orleans? New Orleans, they're a thumbs down. They should be better than what they are too. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, they're I'm thumbs down. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. The Lakers, the Lakers. Eh. Now, mind you, take it. The Lakers, team, the Lakers on a, the Lakers on a team that can't be beat. Right. I'm gonna say it like that. They're not a team that can't that just. 
can't be beat. They're a team that can get in the seven game series. Right. They can get beat in the seven game series, but they're a team that can beat you too. Right. So, so I'm gonna take that as a. I'm gonna take that as you. You're not sold on the Lakers. Yeah, no, I'm in the middle. Opinion. I'm in the middle of the road on them. They're and, a team and, that and they remember, can go, remember, they can go to the, right. They can go to the Western Conference Finals, but then they can get beat in the second round. That, that, that's now the type remember, team too, we, we're talking about. We, we're talking about a playoff team. We ain't talking about a team that can win it. I'm just talking about teams getting in the playoffs. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, no, 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 no. They're a playoff team. They're a playoff team. Right, Houston. They're. I mean, they're, they're, Houston's a team. They're just. I mean, they're unproven, yeah, but they're, they're, they're a playoff team. But they're unproven. Okay, Phoenix. Them, 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 some, them, some man. I don't even want to say the word on here. Say it, take them, them some hoes. <laughs> yeah, some hoes, man. Period. Like I said, okay. Man. So that's ten teams. That that's ten teams ahead of Golden State. Of those ten teams ahead of Golden State right now, which team do you like Golden State to overtake? Of, oh, of, of, the, Phoenix. of those ten teams. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it right now. Phoenix. Okay. Phoenix. The, uh, the Pelicans. Pels. Uh, Phoenix. The Pelicans. The Houston Rockets. Okay. Uh. Phoenix, the Pelicans, you straighten your face up, boy. I'm gonna say it like this, Bill. I will pick them over everybody except for uh the the strippers, the uh the nuggets, and Probably the Lakers right now because the Lakers just kill them inside. Those are the that's three teams. Matchup. I definitely that's a bad matchup for them when they play against the Lakers. Yeah, everybody else, everybody else, bro. If they can avoid those three teams early, man, it's open season. I'm picking them against the Kings. They still own Bobby Evans. Bobby Evans is still somewhere trying to find his other two braids. So I don't know the hell he at. See what I'm saying? That 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 that, 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 that he's still taking a walk somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Bobby yeah, Florida. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tedder, Tedder, Tedder Bob X. I don't know where he at. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we ain't worried about them. The T-Wolves, like I said, I still will pick Steph Curry in the series against the T-Wolves. Then if you go over to the East, I'm picking Steph against all them teams except for Giannis. Ticket, you think that the Golden State Warriors are still a championship contending team if they man, end up in the playoffs? Man. Listen, bro, they got Steph Curry. He man. picking, he picking Steph, got, not the Warriors. He picking. You Steph. got Steph Curry when you got Steph Curry and the chance of 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 Clay Thompson going off. I still pick them dudes in a seven game, not one game chill, in seven, seven games. Seven games series, bro. Yes, because they they still got that championship grit and know how, bro. Somebody got to take it out of them. For me to see that now, the teams I told you, I the Lakers right. can do it, the, the the Nuggets can do it. The uh, that's about I mean, them and then, like I said, I don't even, I'm not even sold. You you're sold you on the, the Celtics, Celtics yeah. The, the Clippers can do it. I'm not sold on the Celtics, I'm not sold on them. The Milwaukee Bucks, they have the style to do it. So, the, 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 that's the team. Every other team in the east, man, I'm, I'm still picking the Golden State Warriors, yeah. I'm, I'm with Ticket, I don't. I wouldn't say that they're better than some of these teams, but I, I'm one of the believers that Golden State's going to turn this thing around. I think Andrew Wiggins is going to uh, is going to wake up. Like once again, Andrew Wiggins has been a 20 point scorer in the past. He the last few years he's been phenomenal for Golden State. Um, I, Clay Thompson's going to start shooting a little better. Steph Curry is Steph Curry. Some of those young pieces are going to start getting better. They don't really have a bad team. They're just playing bad right now. 
I really oh, they're do old. believe that. They're old, they, Ron. They, they could be that old, but hey, chill, 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 chill. chill. You've been around long enough to know that these old teams are scary. Like once, definitely hey, long coach, enough. Definitely hey, you long can, enough. You can you can coach no, through the no. season, through the regular season. When you get in the playoffs, it's a whole different story. Oh, absolutely. Bro, I, can the, 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 I can see the Houston Rockets. The, the, the chill. I can see the Houston Rockets get chill. I can see the Houston Rockets get into the conference finals and get the right, right first round matchup. And I'm just being honest. I ain't, I ain't saying that because Mars up here. Hold on, hold on. I ain't saying that because Mars up here. As long as Dylan Brooks keep his head on straight. Like for example, check this out, Chill Town. If they play, if the if the Houston Rockets play a team like Sacramento, they if they play a team like uh New Orleans, if they play if they play a team like uh the OKC Thunder, even though I like OKC, if they play one of those teams, they're not, bro. That's not a guaranteed series to beat the Houston Rockets. If the Houston Rockets get out the first round, bro, the Houston Rockets are a scary series for the, the West. That's not an easy series, bro, because they have the assets and they have the coaching to where, I, listen, bro, I would, a lot of teams I'd pick them against. I would pick them against Sacramento right now. No, 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 no bullshit. I would pick them against Sacramento right now to win a seven game series. I would pick them against uh, uh, the Pelicans right now, the way the Pelicans have been looking, because I don't trust Zion. You understand what I'm saying? So I would pick them against uh, again. I would pick them against the Eagles right now because I don't. I'm just thinking about. I, I'm think. I'm thinking about a Golden State Warriors team that's older. They're they and, and this isn't 19. This this isn't 1997, right? Where you the majority of the teams in the league, the best teams in the league, the Bulls, the Jazz, the, those teams were the best teams in the game, and they were the oldest teams in the league. This is a young man's game today. So you got a, you got a Golden State Warriors team that's not very good at taking care of the basketball. I think they're at the bottom of the league in turnovers, right? They're at the bottom of the league in turnovers. They're at the bottom of the league in, in I believe, in, in, in points around the basket. They don't get to the basket a lot. Their game is predicated on shooting the long ball. That's why they've struggled. Because guys like Klay Thompson, right, because guys like Steph Curry – they still depending on these dudes to, to still do what they used to be able to do. Now, again, Steph Curry will Steph Curry is still Steph Curry, but we're in this point. We're in this point of the season where Steph Curry isn't very good. Klay Thompson has been doing this since since he came back. He's he's he hasn't been on an even kill. He's been good over the last five games, but he hasn't been good over an even over. He hasn't been on an even kill. With all of that being said, this is a team that has a lot of deficiencies, and I can appreciate your logic ticket if. This was two years ago because they had Steph Curry. I can't get with it today because there's so many more deficiencies on this crew. And having Steph Curry having to carry that, I'm not sure that he can do that. Not today. Mm -mm. All right, y'all. I got super chats. I'm going to go ahead and dive into these. After this, I still want to hear you guys' weekend recap. What did you guys see over the weekend that, you know, jumped off your screen? What what, what do you guys want to talk about? But before that, uh, Ant Talks Hoops. He sent through a super chat and said, Miles Turner needs to be traded if the Pacers are serious about winning in the future. He's not good as a rebounder, and he lacks the ability to create for himself without Tyrese. No heliocentric offense wins titles. You on, you, you on, the, you on the offensive side of the basketball. I'm thinking about, yo, you can go after him defensively. He's the hole in their defense. As good of a rim protector as he's supposed to be, which he's been in the past. I think he led the league in blocks once or twice. You can absolutely go after him. Be physical with him. And you can break that interior defense wide open. That's been their major problem in Indiana. You get whatever you want going downhill, whatever you want. I was told he was good. He is, Mars. He 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 is a good player, but defensively, he has not been what he used to be. He has. He's not. mid. He's mid. Mm -hmm. 
DSG Piccolo with the super chat. DSG said Chauncey Billups is good. Chauncey Billups, the player, is good. The coach, though, terrorist. First team, all terrorists. His rotations are so bad, and he doesn't know when to call a timeout. Tumani Kamara was locking Steph up, and we still lost. Kamara is nice. I haven't really watched much of the Trailblazers this season because even though I heard, even, even though I did see some some footage, Scoot's been playing a lot better as of late. Scoot has been playing a lot better as of late. He he, he ain't as bad as you think he is. Ticket. He might. He looks like he's getting better. I mean, bro. Hmm? What'd you say? Does a duck pass gas? One more time. Does a duck pass gas? Does a duck pass gas, nigga? (laughs) I assume they do. He got to show me some. I mean, you can't have a couple games here and there. Show me some consistency, bro. Show me some consistency, man. He all right. I mean, he's doing all right, but he's way worse than what they packaged him and promoted him to be. And it's just that simple. And whoever says something about Chauncey Villas, what Chauncey supposed to do with that team, bro? You get Chauncey Villas, it's a little different. Sauce Man sent through the super chat and said Boston with blowout with blowout wins versus Cleveland and Orlando back to back. Tatum over KD. Phoenix barely beaten DC. Frauds. And shout out to the LDBC. Salute. Don't don't do not let that blowout against Orlando fool you. First of all, they got off to a ridiculously slow start. That is not going to get it done moving forward. I mean, they started the game one for nine on the long ball and. That's a young Orlando team that they did that against. Against Cleveland, no Evan Mobley in the lineup, so that's going to be that. That that was also helping them too. So, and you guys know how high I am on 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 Boston, but if if, if we keeping it a bean, I do not like the way that they start games. I don't like it at all. And if they don't clean that up, that could be a problem. They beat. They just beat Orlando two times in a row, right? Twice, and they started the game real slow, and that's going to be a problem moving forward. They got to clean that up. All right, y'all, keeping it pushing. Uh, Cultured Saunders said it's a team sport ticket. He knows he played professionally for 16 years. You ever, you ever, play, you ever play basketball before, sir? I already covered that for you, ticket. Don't worry. I already covered that for you. Yeah, you need to shut his ass up. Yeah, man. You're cooked, Cultured Saunders. Yeah. yeah. He's never been between them lines. Can you talk about it? Yeah. Yeah, you know how it is. Duval Williams said, true or false, B Pod <laughs> is having a better rookie season than Wimby. Facts, facts. You don't see that you don't see that game winning charge right there? Yeah. B Pod Super. Pazinski from the Golden State Warriors, he having a better season than Wimby? Of course not, but oh yeah. okay. All right. Wemby Wemby playing the five is um a good thing, by the way. Yeah, Wimby's going crazy at the five. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what took so long. Wimby playing the five is a good thing. I think he averaged like 19, 16 rebounds, four or five blocks, a few assists. Him at the five is is, is looking a little different right now. Chet's still better. You see Chet got nine blocks against the Nuggets? Nine of them. Mm. And 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 he was we'll, – we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. You want to bet Chet on one rookie of the year? No, 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 because I know Wemby going to win it. long as it's close, yep. No, it ain't going to be close. <laughs> but that's the thing. When they vote, 
And I mean, with that all being said, like Chet is quote unquote playing better. He may be looking better. His his percentages might be better. His efficiency might be better. But Wimby is leading in four major statistical categories and just total total and averages. I want to say uh, he's. I know he's leading all rookies in points. He's leading all rookies in rebounds. Leading all rookies in steals, and he's leading all rookies in blocks and assists. I want to say he's top five too. Mars, that wins rookie of the year going away. Even if Chet may be right now the better player, that wins rookie of the year, rookie of the year going away. Oh, yeah, he's gonna win it, but I don't care about accolades. So this is gonna be very Mars. I don't think Chet's a better player. I, I know think you Chet's in a better, I think Chet's in a better situation. Mm-hmm. You told me, and I disagree. So, with you. what does Wimby look like on uh on OKC? Nigga, what does Chet look like on, on San Antonio? I think he looks way different on that on that on that Oklahoma City team. Way different. Probably like yeah. like much better. Yes. With the with the group that they have, yes, much better. I think his shot selection would be different. I think guys like uh SGA, Jalen Williams, um, guys like that, he gets the he gets the ball more in transition. Um, I think he yeah. would be playing in the post a little bit more. He would be way more effective on Oklahoma City. Way more. It'd be interesting to see the spacing with him and number three out there who both can't shoot. But I I, I, think I, him, I wanted Wemby to be on a good team. I, I didn't want him to I didn't want to see him get drafted to a bad team. The, the, the not shooting the long ball part, Mars, I'm not I'm not really concerned with that because they play Chet, like when teams go zone, they play Chet in the middle of the zone. And I think that they that's exactly where they would have Wimby. And I don't think Wimby would be shooting the long ball a lot in Oklahoma City. And if he did, I think he would get much better looks than he does in San Antonio. A lot better looks. And would still miss him. Yep. <laughs> I think he's leading the league in blocks, though, like I predicted. So You did say that. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of OKC, since we are here, Chill, I know you wanted to allude to something, but it was it was the game winner this weekend by... Yes, it was. Um, by, uh, uh, you know, the man, the myth, the legend himself, SGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of his teammates sent through a tweet. You guys know Terrence, man? Did you guys see that? Trey Man. Trey Man. Trey Man. My bad. My bad. Trey Man. Trey Man. Yeah, he said he played with MJ. Yep. He right. Yeah, yeah. So Trey Man, and I don't remember word for word. This is off the top of my head. He said uh, something along the lines of um, it would have been great to play with MJ, but I'm essentially playing with him right now. Oh, no. He said I grew up idolizing MJ, and now it's dope to be playing with him right now, alluding to Shaq. I could get with that logic. Playing with somebody that's awesome, and you see him with a with, with a game similar to I, I don't think that SGA got game no, similar. No, to no, no, I don't think. No, I, he cooking. He cooking. He cooking. I gotta have a conversation with you real quick, bro. Because see, I'm gonna tell you something, dog. And I'll be very honest with you. This is the reason why I get so upset with you, bro. This is the reason why, bro. Because no, 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 hold on one second. If you ain't condemning what you said, you just don't You break your you you are you are like a baby gangster. You make up rules and you break your own rules, sir. You sitting up here, dare that in your mouth, in your mouth, dare let yourself say that. Oh, I can dig that. When if that was Hakeem, 
You would say, oh, no, no, we ain't putting him in the same sentence. No, that's not. No, 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 no. You're a liar, bro. You are a liar. On December the 23rd, I was in that, sucker. As I was saying, I could I could get with his logic. And the reason why I could get with his logic is because there are people, I'll, I'll bring it, Damo lives in the South. There are people in the South who at times looked at Gucci man like he was hove. That's who he is. That's how they was looking at him. And whenever Gucci man got on the mic, this is their hover. And they were looking at him like, yo, he just as good. Is he good as hove? I'm from the Northeast. Absolutely not. I don't think that. But in the South, because that's what they had, that's how they looking at him. So this young this young kid is looking at SGA like he's Jordan, even though he ain't as good as Jordan. But he around him every day, and he's bugging out on how good this dude is, and he thinks that that's that's what the standard is. I know for a fact SGA ain't Jordan good. Not right now, he ain't. No, absolutely not. But this dude is around him all the time. This dude is around him all the time. So he's looking at him like, yo, this dude is the best player in the game. Because he ain't around Joker every day. He ain't around Giannis every day. He ain't around Joel Embiid every day. He's around SGA every day. So that's what he's thinking. Just like Gucci, just like those dudes in the South, they was listening to Gucci Mane every day. So when you hear Hove, they like, yo, this dude just as nice as Hove. When in reality, uh, yeah, no. Well, one, I just want to say, um, I definitely can understand the logic. I, I get it. You're playing the next somebody that's genuinely great you don't understand how you do it so right. i mean I, I just from that aspect alone i just want to say this guy's a liar he was born in 2001 ain't no way you grew up idolizing jordan buddy i'm no, sorry there's just no, no you, you was not. idolizing you was idolizing highlights i can't i can't get with that man i i don't i don't get it that's just mm -hmm. like if you've seen some dude that's 21 you yeah, mean i idolized tupac growing up why why did you idolize tupac growing up doesn't even make sense with right. your age range so no trey man's a liar but I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to hype up your guy. This is a brotherhood thing. You say stuff like that to boost the, the morale and boost the, the, the headlines to get people like us talking about it. I love it. I get it. Now, Shea as far better. as that. Oh, oh, Shay's better. But Shea's that's a debate for another joint. No, he is not, Mars. Okay. No, he is not. Just like just like Jalen Green wasn't better, and you ain't gonna take no year. Jalen Green at twenty one did more than NBA than him. Give, give me a, because he was there. That's it, Mars. Because he was there. That was longer. my whole argument. I was right. Okay, that was that's my whole it. Argument. Because he was there longer. That's the only reason he did more. That's not because of a the player that he. Yeah, that's he not because of the player that he was. It was because he was there. Well, the okay. player he was was good enough to be in the NBA. Well, the, the, that was the highest that's, draft, that, that's that's the league that we play. That's the league that we have today, and that's fine. You got a bunch of kids running around. I take no, I take no issue with that. But as far as uh, SGA at this age, uh, no, like Michael Jordan, I'm not going to have this conversation. Hell How many no. rings MJ have at 25? Like we're not MJ him one at this point. So no, he has not. Even though he did, even though MJ at at, at 25 years old. He won the All-Star Game MVP. He won the dunk contest. He won the league MVP. That year in 1985, in, 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 in 1988, he won the league MVP. He won the defensive player of the year. He won the All-Star Game MVP, and he won the dunk contest. All in the same year. Yeah, you, he did that now, at age you, you think a team that has the MVP and the defensive he, 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 player of the year would do better than losing five games in the second round? But, hey, what do I know? Maybe. I don't yeah. Know no, I will I say this. If I will say this. They'd probably make it past the second round. But something, well, something no one's considering, too. What if his Canadian influence is crazy and we just don't know it yet? What if it comes, hey, five years down the line, 10 years down the line, 
a bunch of little Canadians with crazy good games talking about, yeah, I mean, Shea was my guy growing up. I, hey, Dane's really in that convo. If he cultivates a whole country to, to, to be inspired to play mm -hmm. like him at a great level, I don't know, man. I don't just so you know, combos. Mars, just so Mars, just so you know, that year that he they lost to the Detroit Pistons, his best player, the best player on the crew was him. His second best player was Charles Oakley. His third best player was Sam Vincent. And he had a rookie, Scotty Pippen, and a rookie Horace Grant. Second best player right now is a rookie. Who's second best player? Shea's second best player right now is a rookie. No, it is not. I do, I do not believe that. Jalen Williams, I think, is the second best player oh, yeah, on that yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I, do I mean, so it's okay that. to be wrong. But I, I mean, yeah, cool. Second, I do believe that. Guess what? So, second year player. Cool. Yeah. But I, I mean, it's, it's fine to be wrong, anyways. And if they and if they get and if they end up in the second round, I do not see how they get by Denver. I don't see it. I'm going to name the conference finals. Guess what? I'll now, be back. I, I will be. If, if they make the conference finals, I will eat my words. However, watching that game, yeah. and, and you just brought it up, Ron, watching that game on, on, on Saturday night, they gave that game. Denver gave that game away. These guys, they had control of that game. Three minutes left in the game. Three minutes left in the game. They, were, they had, a, I think, an eight-point lead. And what they're doing is they're playing not to lose instead of staying aggressive. Jamal Murray is holding on to the basketball, milking the shot clock, instead of getting downhill like he was doing the entire game, continuously running the offense through Joker, now getting Joker the ball with seven seconds left. Six seconds left on the shot clock, and now he's got to make something happen. They were getting no stops. They clearly went after MPJ. Clearly went after MPJ on the regular, getting him in switches, getting him, not only getting him in switches, getting him in switches on SGA, and SGA just went after him. Same thing with Jalen Williams. Went after him. So I feel like that Denver team had that game won. They just gave it up at the end. Hey, can I ask y'all a question? Is Emil Doka the best coach in the NBA right now? Because I, I feel like he is. Why would you think that, Ticket? Man, first of all, you took this, you took the Celtics to the finals in your first year. Then you come to the then you come to the uh the Rockets mm -hmm. and you make the right moves necessary and completely change the trajectory of this team mm -hmm. already in one year. A team where I don't think if Emil Doka was coaching them, they wouldn't be good at that. I think they'd still be a bottom feeder. Take it. I'm. I'm gonna say this. Uh, we still Steven Silas. Yeah, but sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm saying, no, I'm saying no, Mars. I'm saying pretty much most any of the coaches that were free. I think if they took over the job, they wouldn't be doing the job. Because I want y'all to think about this. Who do Who do you think right now is a better coach than Emil Doka right now in the NBA? Eric Spoelstra and Nick Nurse. I disagree Nurse. with. And here's why I disagree Mike with Eric Spoelstra. I think Emil Doka could do the same thing he's supposed to do in Miami. I think I think Emil Doka could do the same thing Mike Malone did in in Denver last year. Ticket, I'm not going to say I don't agree with you. I'm not going to say I don't agree with you. So what? So, 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 no, so, so what I'm saying is when we put this into perspective, and watch this, Damo, I got one for you, buddy. I think that the Detroit Pistons would be way better than they were if Emil Doka was the head coach. And I ain't saying a little bit better. I'm saying way better. You know why? Because what Emil would do is be on your boy helmet about them damn turnovers. That's first and foremost. Kay Cunningham, he wouldn't be getting away with all those damn turnovers. Secondly, his rotation would have been a lot better. He would have started out the season starting Killian Hayes. He would start out the season with, with your boy Ivy. See, Emil, I'm telling y'all, y'all got to really look at Emil Doka and the moves he make and, and the way he... Emil Doka understands how to get to certain players, how to get to guys. I do think, I think that that team, the Detroit Pistons, is worth about eight to ten more wins right now with Emil Doka as a head coach. All them close games... I would give them most of those games 
if Ime was if Ime was coaching the team. This so if you look at the team, I could get with that. I can. This, I can. This, and, and the reason why, why and the reason why ain't more The reason why I can get with that, Moss, and with ticket to Ticket's point. He's talking about right from the beginning. Let's let's not talk about what they are right now. We're talking about right from the beginning. Mars, we're talking about a guy in Ivy who was a starter last year. He doesn't even talk to him about being a starter this year. He's just on the bench. He didn't even talk to him about it. So already we got friction there. We don't know what we're doing. We don't, we don't know what we're doing with him. I had a conversation with you when we came in here before the season started. I had Ivy and Cunningham as one of the best duos in the game. Turns out this dude ain't even in the rotation. I mean, this dude ain't even a starter. And now he's yanking him in and out of the lineup. He's not even sure what he's doing with this crew. I think Udoka, I, I think Ime Udoka, Coach Udoka, would have gotten a better handle on what was going on early. He would have spoken to Ivy. I think that I think that Monty Williams might have lost Ivy. I think he's he did. Hold on, Pete, not, Mars, not Pete, Pete, roster Pete, is extremely fluid. I don't know. Mars, Pete, Pete, what he did in Houston, Mars? Because y'all y'all said something, but all y'all missed it. Y'all missed the point. Pete, what he did in Houston? Chilltown said. Oh, he ain't drawing up no plays for Jalen. For Jalen, uh, that's on purpose. Even though is a mastermind, when I watch him coach, he's a mastermind at what he do. He did that because you know why? I'm gonna put from day one. I watched video on this kid. This kid think he better than he, like Mars hype Jalen Green up. Jalen Green think he's that nice. I'm gonna put his ass in this place. We ain't calling no plays for you. So I'm gonna make you feel like SHI. You know what? Right? So you understand that I'm the coach and you're the player. When we come in, I ain't calling the play for him. We run off into St. Louis. But how was that beneficial to him, though, Ticket? I mean, no, I mean because, why, why, why would I want to? Why, why would because, I want to? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you could lose him. What it does is chill. It psychologically and mentally breaks the player down. Like, I used to have coaches that would do shit to break your mind down just to build you back up. So what you, what, like, Pop does that. He did that before. He will break you down as a player. To build you up. The reason why he break you down is to let you know that you're not on this level that you think you are. You understand what I'm saying? And you're going to be coached the way I want to coach you. We're going to do it this way. So when Ime goes into Houston, he sees everything he doesn't like over there, right? He sees Jalen Green is talented, right? But he says, you know what? I ain't calling no plays for this fool. He can still get buckets because I don't have to call plays. He can still get you 18-19 a game. But I'm going to show him that I'm not going to sit up here and make it seem I'm putting this team around you. I want you to earn it. I want you to work for your for your, for your uh I want you to want your shots and understand why I'm treating you like this. You understand what I'm saying? So now the way I'm treating you now, you should know that okay, I ain't what I thought I was, and I need to work on my game and my decision making to be better. So I'm in better favor and graces of a coach. That is a sign of a great coach. Like, for example, I'm gonna give Dama one thing. I like Darvin Ham. Well, email Doka. The Los Angeles Lakers are, are a better team with email Doka, and that's just facts. You know what I'm saying? They are a better team with email Doka. That's just facts. I just think that the email, his effect on the game, and I'm just watching him, the way he talks to the players, how he coaches the players from things I hear behind the scenes. Bro, this dude's a genius at what he do, bro. He's a G in, in, in real I, life. I, 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 I could, I, and there's a part of that that I, I agree with, but the way that you're going about it, that's such prehistoric logic, man. That we don't live in that so, era no more, B. It is. It is prehistoric no, logic. No, no, but he, 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 he's, he's from that era. Even, even, right, he, he coached under, he, he played for Pop, and he coached under But Pop. it's working, right? It's working, right? Even, even, even if that's the case, you're the same one who told me that Greg Popovich ain't as good a coach as you think he no, is but today. Because it's old now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So now, when you're talking about a guy in Ime Udoka, when you're talking about a guy in Ime Udoka, that team needed discipline. That team needed discipline, which it's now getting. 
because it wasn't a very disciplined team last year in Houston. Like I told you before, they were the worst fourth quarter team in the league. They led the league in turnovers. They they, they were the worst team in, in points in the fourth quarter. With all of that being said, you get more discipline on the crew. But I don't want to have that at the expense of losing one of my best players. I can't do that. You're I can't do that. Chill, chill. You're not going to lose it. He, he, he's teaching them the right Hold on, hold on, mm -hmm. Mars. What is Jalen Green averaging this year? How many points he average? I think his point total is uh, down. Uh, with uh, this show. No, hold on, but hold on, hold on. Oh, but their win total is up. I want to say it's about eighteen. Right, but their win total is up, and he's right. showing you what's more important than your than your numbers is the win total. So, so look, right. So there was times where certain players had to be humble for other players. I'm not right. going to the level of Jalen Green saying he's on Kobe's level, but there was times that Phil Jackson said, "You know, we took back seat. We're going to Shaq. This is how we are going to play." See what I'm saying? He's doing that now with guys like Sengun and these guys, and he's doing that with Jalen Green. Like, hey, bro, young fella, you need to slow down. And he's really – if you look at it, he's really breaking Jalen Green down, and it's going to help Jalen Green in the long run because Jalen Green's going to have to sit and figure it out. And mentally, like, what I'm doing this, where am I at? You know what I'm saying? And the way he's going about it, and you're winning a lot more games, Jalen Green is going to buy in because he's going to be like, damn, dog, we won a lot more games. It feel good to win. And then when Coach goes back to him, at the end of this year, when he goes back to him and say, Jalen, this is why I did this, 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 and this. Now Jalen's going to be more receptive. Now I can go call plays and run plays through you because you don't have the same mentality you would have had I would just came in here and let you run amok. See what I'm saying, Chilltown? That's what I'm telling you. Email Doka in three years, Houston Rockets will be NBA championship contenders. Mark my words. On top of that, he's teaching Jalen Green the little things that you have to do to help your team win. Play defense. Rebound. Uh, when you do get the ball heads, my responsibilities – now you have to play as good as Fred or better than Fred to get more ball handling responsibilities. you got to be efficient now. All, all of those little things where if he was just a number one option and he had the ball in his hands, he would be it would be Jordan Poole-esque. Not saying that he's going to play as bad as Jordan Poole, but it's like you got the – you since the ball's in your hand, you can do whatever you want to do because you know the ball's coming back to you. Now I know that since the offense is being ran through St. Goon, the offense is being ran through uh, Fred Van Fleet, when I get the ball – I have to be efficient with it because I only have a couple possessions to work with and I'm trying to impress you now. So I think he'll be all right. He's more, he, he, he's getting a chance to learn from Fred now. So as the ball slowly gets into his hands more, he'll be more efficient and he'll be able to see, okay, Fred did things this way. These are, this is the way I should handle certain, certain defenses and handle it, handle the, uh, the responsibility of being the primary ball handler. I think this is actually going to do wonders for Jalen Green. I, I just, that logic, I mean, I, I agree with Ticket in, in, in a certain aspect. So that 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 logic I could get with. But when I think about Oklahoma City and Denver, I'm just looking at it. I'm, I'm looking at a crew and I'm looking at a team that as young as they are, as talented as they are, they definitely own an upward swing. But Denver had control of that game all the way up until the end. All the way soon as soon as Shea got the ball at the end, I knew he was gonna score. I just I there was something about what was going on during that game, how they got back in the game, how Denver looked like they were just playing not to lose instead of keeping their foot on these kids' neck and end this game. Joker is sometimes a little too passive, sometimes, not all the time. Joker yeah. sometimes sometimes he's a little too sometimes he's a little too passive. And I think that in that game, he had the opportunity, he had the opportunity to end the game. I feel like Jamal Murray held onto the basketball longer than he should have during shot clocks, and he was getting late in the shot clock, and he was getting guys involved in the game late in the shot clock. That's why they was getting bad shots. Hey, Damon Mars, hit, watch how Ethan chill time real quick. Chill. You said, watch this. Now listen what I'm about to say, Damon Mars, and run. 
Kill, you said that Eme, you you said that you thought that uh the head coach Eastport was a better coach than Eme, right? Now, let me I want, I want to think about I want you to think about something, right? Okay. Put E put E, I mean put uh Spo without the Pat Riley blessing and being under him all the time and being able to soak up that knowledge, put him in the situation that Eme is and put Eme in that situation. You know what happens? The what Miami happens? Heat are even better than what they have been. Mm. So to me, like I said, <laughs> the Boston Celtics won the championship last year right. with email so, dope. Here's the, here's the difference with let, 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 let's flip that let's flip that barrel of ether around ticket. You're saying to we're gonna put we're gonna put Ime Udoka in his no, situation. Put, put, how good do you think? Yeah, hold on. How good do you think? How good do you think Houston would be with Espo coaching? How good do you think Houston would be the last year? The reason why I think that they're gonna be good is the same reason why Ime Udoka is good. Why? Because Ime Udoka coming over to Houston, he's not coming over to Houston blind. He does have that Greg Popovich wisdom with him. No, 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 no. Whoa. Whoa, just like Eric Spolstra has that, just like Eric Spolstra had that Pat Riley wisdom with him, he would take that Pat Riley wisdom with him somewhere else. And he would implement that, he would implement that into whatever crew he was on. So if Ime Udoka goes over to the Miami Heat, he's bringing that, he's bringing that, uh, that, that, that Greg Popovich logic with him. And in the process of him bringing that Popovich logic with him, which is kind of similar to what Pat Riley is, he would be just fine. So there is no way that the, there was a there was a drastic fall off with them. No, I think Eastbo. I think Eastbo without Pat Riley in certain situations get exposed. And the reason why I said what I said about hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. The reason, hold on, chill. The reason why I said what I said about Eme is because he didn't just come from uh, Popovich last year. Wasn't Eme an assistant coach over with the Brooklyn before Damo? Before yes, he went was. to, uh, and then where was he at before then, Damo? He was under uh, Popovich. No, 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 right. No, I'm saying no, no. I'm saying before he went to the Boston Celtics, who was he assistant coach for? He was in Brooklyn. He was in Brooklyn. Was it Brooklyn or was it yeah. San Antonio? I forgot. Yeah, yeah. He was he was in no, he was assistant coach for Brooklyn. He was on the assistant coach and stuff before Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So he had been out of pop of his realm for a minute. Yeah. He was with Philly. Then he went to Brooklyn. Then he so he was from up on the pop of his for a minute now. So I'm saying that East Paul had access to Pat Riley every day, telling him this, telling him that if he ain't getting it done right. I'm saying that if you took Eastbo, if you took Eastbo and just threw him in that situation that the Houston Rockets were in last year coming this year, I don't think the Houston Rockets is a good. I don't think I think Eastbo is good in Miami as a head coach. I don't think you could take Eastbo, put him to Toronto, and tell him to turn the Toronto Raptors around the way they are now. I don't think you can tell Eastbo to go to the Chicago Bulls and turn them around with the same roster they got right now. You may can. I don't think that I, I think the two are totally unrelated but i mean i think the two are totally related and the same thing you think you think you think hold on you think you think that east Bowl could go to chicago bulls right now and replace it billy Donovan and change their team around right now i, I, I think you could, i think in in it not right now just like just like Ime Udoka couldn't go to um i don't know charlotte and turn them no, around no, 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 right he's now. doing it right now no, 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 no. Right. he's doing it if eric spolstra if eric spolstra gets on the chicago bulls before the season right. starts he had if, if Eric's supposed to, no, it's not right now, Ticket. He had that. If Eric's supposed to get on the Chicago Bulls before the season starts, that's a different group. It's a different no philosophy. Life. Yes, no it's life. a different group. It's a different philosophy. Because the same, bringing, the, the, the same logic that you're bringing with Ime, the same logic you're bringing with 
him having him having access to Pat Riley. Yo, we do not live in the 80s, ticket. We have access to everybody at any point. Yo, hold on. Yes, do we do. Do y'all think the Chicago Bulls would be better right now if Eric Spoelstra was a head coach? I do think that. Better than what they are? Probably. Yeah, I'm about to say better compared to now. Yes. What do you think East Coast does for the Bulls right now? I do think if he's there in the in uh at the end of last season, going into the offseason, he has his say so in what the direction of the team is, the energy of the team is gonna be. He's able to have input on guys he will want drafted or signed, all those little things, then going into training camp and establishing the energy and what we're gonna be known for. If he's able to do that. I do see them being better. Now, I'm not saying, oh, they're a championship team. I'm not saying that. But they're definitely like going to be better Houston than what they are now. Right, just like Houston isn't. Houston isn't a championship team, but they're a playoff team. Man, if he, uh, went, to the Detroit Pistons, if he went to the Detroit Pistons, instead of them winning five games this year, they'll win 11. You talking about Spo or are you talking about? I'm talking about talk Spo. Ticket, one thing I do know about Spo is I do know that he's going to take the players that are on the end of the bench, the middle of the bench, and play in these undrafted players, second-round players. Play. He's play. going to make them ball. Jaime Hawkins, for instance. Uh, what's his name? Caleb Martin, for instance. Uh, what's the dude? Uh, Max Cruz. Hayward? Highsmith? Hayward? Hayward Highsmith? Guys like that. Oh, he's, 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 he's going to take these guys and make them look Ten times better than what they should look, or what yeah, what, no, what, what, what they will look on any other team. Oh, and Ron, here's the proof. Here's the proof, right? If Eme would have never got fired, they smoked Miami last year. Oh, in Boston? Well, I yeah, think they won. I well, think they would have won if they, Jason Tatum doesn't get hurt. But they they, if, they had a better team, though. Yeah, I think I think something needs to be said about the fact that it seems like Eme is getting a tech every game. It's the second game been thrown out too, by the way. I don't know. I don't know how many technicals he has because I can't bother to look it up. But I feel like he has at least five, at least because he. They already got a pause. You know they got a vendetta against him. What's the vendetta against Ime? What he did. Wait, you can't be around here putting beefcake to, to people's wives in the front office. Whatever the reason, I mean, he be getting tested because he be talking. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying, right. And they looking at him like, man, sit down, bro. Like, you still on probation. Like, you know how when you get out of jail, chill town, you still going to be on probation for a while? Right. They looking at you, they looking at him like he's still on probation. So, I mean, <laughs> he to me, he need to chill too, Mars, to be honest with you. Because what they're going to start doing is, come playoff time, bro, they're going to ratchet it up on him, bro. With the text and stuff like that. Watch what I tell you, man. You don't, the, ref, the way the refs are acting, bro, the refs are acting like girls, man, and they they're gonna start calling some real like stupid texts in the playoffs, and it's gonna cost teams the series. And Chill said when I told Chill earlier the series, he's like, nah, no, no, no. Them texts that you get in games and guys getting ejected and stuff, that can change the tide of a series, bro. That can change a series. So yeah, bro. It, he needed... it, it could also help too. Coaches get technical fouls to fire up their unit. They do that all the time. So and what we're clearly seeing it. This is just this is just who Ime is, and this is just what he like. Like Ime, Ime got his standards. He stands on business, and you can you can see that resonates with his players too. You've seen that in Boston, the year where they made the championship run. You're seeing that this year. Uh, you've seen the way he stepped to LeBron. You, you, we, 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 we came on here and we broke it down. You heard what he said. Got ejected that game. Uh, you could clearly see like when when it comes to the refs, he got he got his principles, and he's standing on them. If you don't like how the, how the how the game's being ref, he gonna talk shit to the refs. Uh, also, furthermore, 
Um, you've seen how Dylan Brooks got ejected, and he got ejected right after that. He stood with his players. That's how you get a locker room when 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 coaches or when players know that my coach is riding for me no matter what. That's the type of stuff where it's like, okay, this is a brotherhood. I respect my coach. I'm rocking with my coach. And you've seen that in Boston once again. Now you've seen it in Houston. But ticket, what I do want to say though is, um, obviously we can see when MA got a good team and he got some dogs. Like I, I like him on any good team in the league. I like him in Boston. I definitely like what he's doing now. I don't know though. If he can go to uh, and keep in mind, it's a small sample size, so we don't know. I don't know if I he like can go to a team like Detroit and turn him around. I don't know if he can go to the and turn him around. I guarantee you, Detroit would be a playing team with Eman. Detroit, wow, mm -hmm. that team just the, the team can't shoot. I don't know how you say that. Yeah, Detroit, a playing team, he made what a adjustment, Mars. He made what a made adjustment if you don't have the no, you're not listening. I'm saying if he went there in the offseason before they started, he would have made an adjustment against you. Listen, a lot of bad stuff happened he, because he, he made didn't sign the free agent. <laughs> no, 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 no. For example, he controlled the free agency basically with the Houston Rockets. Who came, who didn't. So what I'm saying is like, for example, we saw he made it he made the call on James Harden. So you know he had to have power to make a call on James Harden in Houston. Yeah, so when you look at a guy like Email Doka, I think I think Email Doka in 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 uh, Detroit is 34, 35 games. That's playing. So I I think he wins thirty five games. Mm -hmm. I think I think Kay Cunningham is more of what Damo said he was versus what he looks like right now. You know what I'm saying? I think that Jay Nyree is better. I think that. Well, uh, Ticket with that, you think he's it, better it, than Kate Cunningham? No, it, it, I said I think Kate Cunningham oh, better is than better than what he, I think he's what you thought he was going to be if Emay was coaching him versus it would be it, it would be a different philosophy if he when 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 Emay walked through the door it would be a different philosophy would it be but what you talking about? Ticket? He wouldn't be having a dumbass turnover. He had to be causing them games. He'll protect it, the ball it, a lot. More. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, well, would it would it would it be because Emay is teaching him, or would it be because he's handling them like Jalen Green? Like, yo, you sit your ass on the bench, or he's going to break them down, like you say he's going to do. And is he going to do that to the whole crew? Nah, he's he going to do that. He's the best of both worlds. I, I think he's the best of both worlds. I think he's the best of X's and O's. I like, I agree. Like Damo, let me tell y'all something about Damo. Damo is, I, I study Damo. He's good because he he scouts players, and Damo. Uh, he he watches players like a lot of players you wouldn't even look for. So Damo has an eye for, for talent for talent. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't think Damo sometimes thinks about situations that some of the talent that's that's in to where it might make what he's saying not look the best at that time. For example, with the Detroit Pistons, uh, how he thinks about Kay Cunningham. Right now, I I think that now with Ime Udoka coaching him, now I think that Cade is more like what Damo thinks he would be versus with. With Monty Williams coaching him or with somebody else coaching him because he may cuss that stuff out from the from the jump. And I think he's just a better all-around player from the from his mental to his decision makings on the court but to the way he certain ways he does. I still think this the out the talent is there. You know what I'm saying? But I think the output is 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 a is a better product as on from him and from his teammates. I think you see a I think you see uh, other other guys on that team in roles. I think you see a more controlled Isaiah Stewart. I don't think you see, I, and, and then I don't think he uses Isaiah Stewart in the same role that the Pistons use him in. You know what I mean? 
I think he may switch his things up a little bit, but I, I definitely don't think he have Killian Hayes in starting lineup. And so to me, uh, a few adjustments over there, and I think that the Pistons are a way better team. I think the Pistons are way worse than what they're supposed to be right now. And I'm just being honest. I knew that. that. I, I, knew, I knew that. I knew that that Houston Rockets team was going to be better simply off the strength that with Eme on the crew, they were going to be more disciplined. I did think that. I thought also that he was going to unlock Jalen Green. I thought Jalen Green would be better. Now, to your point, he may be looking at Jalen Green a little bit different than we looking at him. I thought he was looking at Jalen Green basically to put the battery in his back instead of looking at him like, okay, I don't like much about his game, so I'm going to basically rebuild this kid's game. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rebuild this kid's game. I'm going to rebuild how he thinks the game. So I'm, a, I'm, I'm not going to run a lot of stuff for him, and I'm going to make him more of a team guy. If he was in Detroit, I feel like that team is with, with the young team, I feel like he would do the same thing in the aspect of getting them more disciplined. I don't think they believe in anything that Monty Williams is doing. I don't. They don't. I don't think they, 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 I, I don't think, they, I don't think they, they believe quit. in anything he's doing. They, anytime you lose 20-some straight games, you quit on the coach. And I'm, I'm going to say this to, to y'all. Um, with Monty Williams, I don't think he doesn't believe in Jalen Green's talent. I think he, believe, he believes in Jalen Green's talent and ability. I just think it's his mentality he don't like i think he wants to change I did not say that, that, that you were the same old team you liar i did not say that after three games i said you were the same old rockets i'm the same one who said that you guys were going to be better with them i didn't call i did not say that stop calling me a liar stop calling me a liar because that's not true i didn't say that Motherfucker. Well, i would just stay about the chat because chill about this far away from oh boy but uh this is the perfect time to transition right now. Uh, if you haven't liked the video, go ahead and like. Uh, continue to comment and subscribe to Player's Choice if you're not yet a subscriber. You see there are two QR codes right down there in the bottom of your screen. Scan those QR codes and just see where it takes you. Just, just scan them and see where it takes you. I, th I think it would be something there that you may like. Hold, hold on one also, second, Ron. What's up? What's Ron, up? I, I got to ask you one question real quick because uh, I know you're going to skim past this. Do you do you guys see do you guys see any concern for the Indiana Pacers? Mm. Ticket, what's the concern? Nigga, they've lost three or four games since the since I they told turn. you, and I keep telling you they are not good. Donald you guys came up here and catch Yeah, to you be fair, run, run's been consistent on this. Run's been consistent. Yeah, yeah. Donald don't say that. <laughs> You're the yeah, only one that said, and I'm not. I, listen, listen, listen. Let me separate myself from Ron. I don't believe this team is as bad as Ron saying it is. I mean, yeah, he thinks they're garbage. Ron thinks they're yeah, garbage. I, I don't. I don't think these guys are garbage. A, a, a right. playing team. I, I think this is a playoff team. I think this is a playoff team in the East. I, I do think this is one of the mm -hmm. lower end playoff teams in the East. Therefore, I'm not concerned when they lose two out of their last three games. They won. You're, you're talking about every game since they lost to the Lakers. They won a game between that. No, they, they lost. I mean, it was four. just three four. I say they won one out of two. So I mean, well, one out of three. No, no, well, three out of three. Well, yeah, they won no, in they the last three games they played. Games. They, won they won one, one out of four games. In Los Angeles or in, in Indiana? I don't give a damn what it. They can Indiana. play on. They can play, play on Pluto. I'll take you there. They're gonna lose tonight. Listen, them going on this losing streak, they can lose six more games. Take I don't care. It's not gonna sway how I feel about them 
being a playoff team in the East. No, I don't have them winning a championship. So no, my expectations. That might take them out of the playoff picture, though. No, a three-game losing streak takes you out the playoff picture. No, 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 no. You said six games. A six-game losing streak put them in the in the Tennessee, right? And all it takes is another what? Five game winning streak in their back end. I mean, it, I don't it's see that though. I, listen, no, no, Damo, because I think it's a psychological early. thing. Homie. I think once you start losing, it become a habit to them because they've done this every year where they started out pretty solid, and either what you call it got hurt, uh, the point guard got hurt, Hollinsburg, uh, Tyrese Hollenberg got hurt, or something happened and the team just fell off the map. But every single year, it's the same story. They start off good and then they just lose out. The Clippers literally lost how many games straight, and then they turned it around. They have different type of talent on that team. That's and fine if we talk about the differences. I, I I get that. And if you want to say that because it's only Reese and they're going off the back of Reese, and if Reese is mentally weak, a six-game losing streak would just throw off the season for him. If you want to say that, fair, because we haven't seen it. We don't know. All we've seen last year is genuine. I mean, they were good until he got hurt. They got hurt. He got hurt and wasn't there. Things change. Maybe the season's different. Maybe it's not. This could easily be going down the beginning of a, a steep downhill slope for the Pacers. It could be. Or this could just be a three-game losing streak. And in another week or two, they're going to be on a five-game winning streak. You're going to be back saying that we're giving them too much glory. Let's wait and see, wait and see. So I'm going to give you the same thing you gave me. I disagree. Only reason why I disagree with that, Damo, is because they play John Morant next week in the, in the Grizzlies, John Morant in Memphis. Then they play the Houston Rockets in Houston. That's another L. Then they play the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. That could be an L. And then they play the Knicks. That could be another L. So if they go on a five games could be W. Don't, and the same way they could be L's, they could be W's, ticket. Like, what are we talking about? I just don't see it, Damo. I'm just talking respectfully to you, bro. I don't see it, bro. Like, right now, they're in the seventh seed right now. It, hold on, Damo. The Indiana Pacers in the seventh seed. If the Indiana Pacers go on a four or five game losing streak, bro, you know what that does to them? That's going to put them like in the 10th seed, like I said, and they're going to have them right there with the Atlanta Hawks in the, in the 10th, 11th seed trying to fight to get in the play-in. All it takes for them to get hot when other teams are getting cold, just like now, and we're having a different conversation in the month. But I, I understand where you're coming from, and you're absolutely – you could be absolutely right. You, you can be. All right, fellas. I got a couple uh, super chats from Venmo and from Cash App. So I'm going to go mm -hmm. ahead and do my due diligence and read these. Uh, Kate Sando sent through a, um, a Venmo chat. I'm, I'm going to just call it a Venn chat. He sent through a Venn chat, and he said, Spotify listener here, is there an upload schedule? Because sometimes I wait days to see the latest panel episodes. Uh, Kate and all of our other Spotify, Apple, and uh, whatever listeners, if you, if, you, if you don't catch the show live, if you listen on a Spotify or on uh, – on a, another podcasting platform, we up we upload the episodes the next day, so you will have to wait till the next day to to watch the the latest episode. But that's about it. So I'll probably say about twenty four hours, and we'll get that to you. But so appreciate means, all of our yeah. So this, this one will be up tomorrow. Yeah. So Spotify. this Monday episode, yeah, this Monday episode will be up Tuesday morning. Have a great Tuesday, Cade. Facts. Foster Boone sent through a super chat about an hour ago. He said uh, on Venmo, he said, thoughts thoughts on Bradley Beal's career. Like, what does his future look like? He was a good player for his era. Tell the truth. Tell the truth on this chill town. Y'all tell the truth. He was a good player for his era. That's what he was. He was a damn good player for his era. But looking at looking at where he is right now, he's not what he used to be. I don't, I mean, what is he, 29? 
he, I think he's 29, going on 30. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I think he's 30 years old. I'd like to think that he's still got some good years left. I don't, I don't, I think that this season may be a bit of an outlier, but I don't know how bad that back really is. And him rolling his really ankle, nothing to play with. No, they're not. I understand that, right? I, I, I do understand that part. But with that being said, I don't know. I don't, I'd like to think that he's still got some good years left in him. But if it ended today, he was a good player for his era. I mean, he played 11 years. He was he was a damn good player for his era. He'll be forgotten now. Yes, he will be. He 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 won't be he 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 won't be one of the all time greats. No. Trans transitioning over to uh, Cash App, I got a few that I want to read on Cash App. Demetrius Maxwell, he sent through a, a super chat last Friday for Jalen. We didn't get around to it, but he said, <laughs> "Explain why you don't believe in the Wolves." So when Jalen comes on tomorrow. We'll ask him that. We'll, we'll see why he doesn't believe in the Wolves. Uh, moving along, uh, Yersta sent through a cash chat. He said, much love and keep it going. Salute Thanks, to you, Yersta. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Yersta. He was showing love on Open Gym. Shout out to Yersta. He showed up to my channel a couple of, couple of days ago, too, on my live. Mm-hmm. Mail sent through the cash the cash chat. He said, start bench, start bench G League cut. You got 03 Kobe. Got Luca right now. Got 16 Clay and 21 Drew Holiday. <laughs> 16 uh, Clay and 21. Okay, so we start. We start in Kobe, right? Cool. I think that's, yeah. that's yeah. We yeah. we bench we bench in Luca. We'll and send, now we're stuck with 16 Clay and 21 uh, Drew Holiday. We'll send Clay to the G League and we'll cut Drew. Okay, I'm cool I with think, that. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. That was a very wide range of players. Yes. I'm cool with that. All right, y'all. At this moment in time, uh, I think it's a good time to go ahead and talk about the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. So, first off, but before I get into another spiel, I, I need to know, is there anybody up here that believes that the Clippers can win the NBA championship? Mars, Mars does. Hold on. Hold on. What you say, Ron? You said what? Is no, you heard him right, Ticket. You, you heard him right, Ticket. You ain't got to repeat it, Ron. Ron, he heard you. Let me tell you what happened. You know how when you hear something and you go, what? You heard it. You just want to make sure that that's what you heard. He heard you. He, he, he said, do we think they're going to win it this year? He said, is yes. there anybody up here who thinks that the Clippers can win the NBA championship this year? And Ron. Mars, Mars said he, he thinks that they could do it. Ron, they got James Harden on the team, bro. So what does that mean? What does it mean every other year of his career? He lost. Excuse me. So, Ron, to to answer your question, no, I do not think that the Clippers could win the NBA championship this year. I don't think that the NBA, I don't think the Clippers could win it simply because I'm not sure if Kawhi Leonard, who, by the way, over the last 10 games, I think he's 29 and, and eight over the last 10 games. I'm not sure if he's going to hold up. If he's going to hold up the whole season, it's always been him where he's been awesome and then he breaks down. And once he breaks down, that team goes to pieces. It happened in 2021 in the Western Conference Championship, as good as Paul George was. They weren't the same without Leonard in the lineup. Um, now you have now you have Russell Westbrook in the lineup coming off the bench, who's been really productive for them. I thought that they would lose Russ, but he's been really productive for them. But this team is put together solely to win the NBA championship. What they're doing in the regular season doesn't matter to me. 
And the reason why it doesn't matter to me is because I've seen this sort of thing from them before. Ultimately, what it's going to boil down to is what happens in the playoffs with this team in particular. This doesn't mean everybody, but with this team in particular, what happens to them in the playoffs? James Harden has been playing much better than what he did when he first showed up. But that's not to be that's not to be surprised. I, I'm not surprised about that. He was a 20 and 10 guy last year. And you saw what happened in the playoffs. 16 for 61, under 25 percent for the series. So James Harden is I, James Harden is apt to do something like that. Paul George already told us that he's not a number one on the championship team. So this thing is so this thing is laid solely on the health of Kawhi Leonard. And how confident is anybody in here in the health of Kawhi Leonard? If you are, then they could win an NBA championship. I am. Not, I am. Which is why I, don't I, think I am this year, but I don't think it depends on him. I think because James Harden will be the primary decision maker. If James Harden's not on the team, I think the Clippers will be in the NBA Finals this year and potentially lose to a team like the Bucks. But since James Harden's on that team and he will be the primary decision maker with the ball, I would not pick the Clippers to win. Now, the reason why I think that you can bank on Kawhi being healthy this year is because Kawhi Leonard is doing what I said he always should have been doing, which is stop load managing and lying to the people, saying that you can't play back-to-backs and you can't play every game when you actually can because when they actually threaten to take your money and not pay you your extension, now your ass is out there every single game on the court putting in work. So I think that, again, when you play basketball, you know the more games you play, the better your body is in shape, handled to be able to deal with the physicality of the game. And that way it's like it's like this. Uh, for example, if Damo goes outside right now, and I'm not try- I'm trying to be funny, and Damo tries to run a 40-yard dash out of nowhere, that fool going to break down. You're going to have to go outside and jog first and kind of get your body warmed up and worked out first. You understand what I'm saying? Same thing with Mars. Same thing with Ron. Same thing with any of us. If you try to go outside right now, I'm going to fall fall. Don't play with me. No, I'm saying, hey, no, 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 Boy, man, I'm talking about the no, NBA, don't. bro. Hold on, no, you I'm don't, talking about the NBA finals level. There's nothing wrong with this fool, man. Take it, keep going. NBA finals level, bro. You, you have to be ready to take that type of physicality. You have to be prepare yourself to go through this type of thing. Just like that's why they always cheer. What they say in the league? How they ramp guys up? Because they don't want guys just going out there. They used to just do that. The guys used to go get get up, go out there and play and deal with it on the court. Now they got all this ramping up stuff and everything because they want to prevent guys. From getting injuries and stuff like that. To me, Kawhi playing on the court and playing all all the minutes and stuff, he he might not have an injury this year because he did this. This may help Kawhi the rest of his career because he may see, well, damn, if I play more games, people are gonna respect me and I ain't gonna get hurt. My body's gonna feel more stronger. I'm gonna play better. Boom! I think this helps him. I'm just trying to make sense of why. Where where is this coming from? Is this school? Did I get tricked? Is that what's going on? Does, was this dude not as as beat up as I thought he was because? He looked slow. He looked unathletic. Not only did he look unathletic, he looked disinterested a while ago. All of a sudden, this dude looked like Kawhi Leonard from years ago, the first team All-NBA Kawhi Leonard. He looked like that dude. Did this dude trick me? What the hell is going on here? This does it not make any sense. With, 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 I don't know, Kawhi Chuck. Leonard. It is kind it of just ironic that all of a sudden Kawhi literally hasn't missed not miss one game. And I'm trying not, to figure not, out not how miss long one game. this is going to go. <laughs> not miss one is, game. Like, like we, and, we're, and, 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 and Marquavian Black, killer logic about his sister. Cat lost his mother 
Not only did he lose his mother, he lost three of his other family members to COVID. He was out there every night. So knock it off. Don't 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 give me that nonsense. Don't do that. No. But keep going, Ron. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, yeah no, nah, he cheated the touchdown. He cheated the game. And when I was saying this last year, everybody in this comment session was destroying me when I was saying that, saying, oh, he literally can't play. He had degenerative knees. He's getting older. I'm like, nah, man. I know, I know a fool when I see one. Kawhi Leonard pimped the program. They gave they gave him an inch and he took a mile. And, and when they when you do that, you let me know that you're not of a certain ilk. Kawhi Leonard, like I said, Popovich called his bluff, called him out with the injuries, and he left because he didn't want to deal with that with, with that criticism from the coach. Now he found out that, man, my money's on the line. They're not going to give me the extension. I have to go out here and play the games now to get that money I want locked up for my future. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of do want to stay in L.A. Now he's going to have to go out there and play. So now all the fake degenerative stuff, all the fake, oh, well, the medical staff say he can't play his knees. The medical reports, his knees are degenerative and they're never going to get better. And he's going to digress. All that was B.S., bro. That was bullish. The same way as you see every night, they say AD's not playing tonight. Knee injury, load management, man. It's all BS, bro. I wouldn't say it's all BS. I would just think that, I mean, maybe he's pushing himself because he need that money. Now he's not gonna he he can't just coast and get away with it. Maybe he's been coasting. Maybe, maybe he really does have degenerative needs, but it doesn't mean he can't play back to backs or he only can play 50 games a season. Maybe he could, he just didn't want to, to prolong his career. So maybe doing this takes years off. So I don't I don't know. I'm not going to just up and say, oh, because he's playing now, because he's going to play 65 games, whatever the case is. Oh, he's just been faking. Nah, but he's just not been pushing, pushing himself more than he needed to, more than he seen fit. Now with them game checks on the line, he sees this is fit. A contract year. This, this is a contract year. And shit get a little different when it's a contract year, Damo. It does. Things get – things things – Things look a little bit different when it's a contract. Yeah, 100%. They do. So, and to the dude in the chat talking about he watched his father get murdered. At 13 years old, he did. That did not affect his NBA career early because he was a finals MVP and went in defensive player of the year. So, do not do, do not compare those two. That's not the same thing. We were talking about something completely different. So, let's and kill then that. Donald, you got to understand one thing, too. The NBA messed up when they started giving players guaranteed, full guaranteed contracts. Because now it's always been a case. Doing, yeah, what you're doing is no, I'm saying, but no, 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 no. I'm saying what you're doing is now they should have went to where how they do it in football, I guess, where they should only partially guarantee your contract. Hold on, they should only partially and hold on. Here's why I say that. Here's why I say that. Because you would get the best performances from guys and they would be playing more. You would get more of what you wanted to see if you did if for example, if I can these guys are getting paid four times a year, bro. The star guys are getting paid four times. They get paid in increments. Ain't no every two weeks you're getting a check. If I give you, if you're making a hundred and if you dumb, if you're making fifty million dollars this year, right? And I and I give you eighteen million dollars up front in one payment, man. If and that's for like the first twenty five games or whatever, man. You might you might say, and you still know you're gonna guarantee you already have your money in your pocket. Man, you do whatever you want. You abuse that system, man. As long as they let you. If you're not a real true professional, man. And a lot of these guys ain't. They abuse the system, bro. A lot of these guys know they sitting down, they still gonna get a game check. They still gonna play. They still gonna come back and start the next game. So I mean, if I load man take a night off, it's not gonna hurt me. But if you start telling those dudes right now, hey, every game you miss a load manage, we're not gonna pay you unless you have a legitimate injury. And then guess what? If you have an injury, we have a certain 
time period that you have to miss due to those injuries. So now that hurts your team. Man, guys, stop doing this bull job. If they let me run the NBA, man, I'll clean all this issue. <laughs> hey, Ticket, you got my vote for commissioner. I promise you. But uh, <laughs> let's get into it, though. Um, the reason why this all came about is because I spoke to a certain two individuals. One by the name of Big Ox Bob. Dookie. And another by the name of Rated R Mookie. And they Dookie both gave logic. Yeah, and they, they, they both couldn't make it up here today. Mookie for disciplinary reasons. And Ox, I don't know where he's at. But I got the five reasons why the Clippers will win the championship right here. Right here. So I'm, I'm going to read it to you, and it's coming from these guys. You guys let me know which one is bullshit and which one is not bullshit. So we'll start with the first one. The first one is they're the only team with four of the top ten players from the past decade. So? Is that a valid reason? No. No. Who, George, was top ten player of the last decade? Last ten years, and Damo oh, says that Russell Westbrook. Damo says Russell Westbrook is probably the worst guard in the league outside of Killing Hayes. So what does that mean? What does that mean to you, though? What do you think of Russell? No, I'm Westbrook asking Westbrook? Ron. No, 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 bro. I'm saying it to Ron. The Houston Rockets I mean, had. No, go ahead, The Houston no, so Rockets. Damo, had... I'm really Damo. I'm just saying if he said if that's what Ron's logic is, then he ain't really saying nothing because you think that I, Russell Westbrook is one of the worst guards. I don't uh, think that's Ron's logic, think? though. I think that's Mookie logic. I, I hope that's Mookie logic, because if that's Ox logic, Ox, we're going to have to have a conversation. I'm not going to say who it was from. I'm just It's one of the two. I am I think that's a Mookie take. Uh, that's a Mookie <laughs> take. Uh, I I mean, they have three of they have three top ten players in the last decade. That's fine, but we're not in the last decade no more. I mean, it's, it's a lot different from when they were in the top ten. Things are a whole lot different, so I don't think that's a valid reason. The Houston Rockets had Drex, Lajuan, and Barkley. Those were top 10 players of the 90s. They did not win. So it does not mean just because you got the top 10 players of a decade, that's going to guarantee you a championship. So it depends on when you get them and how this thing works. So, Yeah, that's a bad reason. Mm -hmm. All right, next. I was told that the Clippers have – the best point guard duo in the NBA with James Harden and Russell Westbrook. That was Bob who said that. <laughs> Bob said that because Mookie hate Russell Westbrook, so Bob said that. Not today. Is this a valid reason why they can win the NBA championship? Not today. No. Mm. Not today. <laughs> We've seen them. We've seen, we seen Russ and James Harden together years ago, and they got smoke. Just them together. Just them two together. We saw them together, and they got smoked. And this is a Russell Westbrook who was like 27 and 8. And this is James Harden who was like 25 and 10, and they got smoked. Yeah, Bro, I thought I didn't like Harden. The year he was Donald with uh, Russell he Westbrook, he had 34 game that year? Mm-hmm. And they got smoke. Uh, and smoke. Mookie said, I don't hate Russ. I didn't say that. No, nah, Damo hates Russ. I don't hate Russ. I'm just honest about him. No, you hate Russ. You just said no, you, you hate Russ. I don't know why we're speaking up. You said you hate Russ. You said you hate Russ. I don't know why we're speaking up. Damo, we had a tear. Damo, we had a tear. And at the tear, you wanted to put him under the tear. Not even on it. 
<laughs> you wanted to put him under it. That's what you wanted to do. Hate yeah. is such a strong word. Doing? Can we? I, I can concede with I have a strong bias against him. That's <laughs> that, that's more acceptable. Hate is such a strong word, man. That's not like Damo, I must ask you. Uh huh. If we were to do another tier again, and you had the ability to make two two tiers at the bottom below everything we did, mm-hmm. would in there was a Killian Hayes tier and a Russell Westbrook tier, which tier would be higher? Mm. The Killian Hayes tier. Wait, so if, if, Ru- if Russ was on the Pistons instead of Killian Hayes, are they 0 26? I possibly think they're negative 1 and 28. That's true. <laughs> so the game they won, <laughs> the game they won, possibly, take that, possibly, take that game back. That game doesn't count. They're po- that's the this. only. Russ only makes situations worse. That's the only I, I don't see ne- literally negative one twenty eight. I but hope Russ pull up. This is not hate. This is just strong bias, I guess. Strong bias, man. Hey, Jill, what would happen if Russ pulled up on Damo like he be doing them fans at the game? Damo with the drama, so that 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 clip of y'all life, man. I promise that, that you. don't that don't that don't bother me at all because I'm because being around Damo, Damo, Damo is with it. Damo with the drama, so if Russ would have run up on Damo, yeah, it, it, it would definitely be on. It would. Definitely I'm not even. Be on. I'm not even. Nah, man. I'm not even a tough guy. Stop it. I'm not. If Russ ran up on me, I hug him. I will kiss him on the forehead, man. I I love Russ. Oh I I put my jersey on. I try to give him a hug. Like I'm not. Man, I'm if you get Russ, if, you, if you get if you get Russell hook, man, he's gonna die. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, dog. I'm about to say right, somebody so- said in the chat, man. I'm bigger than Russ, so I'm not. It's different. Russ running out on Mars. Ah, I get it. I mean, I ain't got a problem with Russ now. If Clay Thompson pulled up on me. I'd apologize ah, for oh, I don't oh. I don't I'd apologize instantly. I, I'm talking about Haiti, the greatest shooter to ever grace the planet. But <laughs> but that's because I um I'm yeah Clay might rip the shirt off, man. Yeah, oh my god. Clay, I apologize Whoa. for everything I've said. I, I don't think it washed. All right, y'all moving along to the third reason that I was told that the Clippers will win the 2024 NBA championship. The third reason is very simple. And it's three words. They have Kawhi. Is four. this sound logic? Four. Oh, that's they say that's the key. No, that's both of them. That's that's, that's both of them do. <laughs> and, and my counter to that, Ron, is for how long? That's what I'd like to know. For how long? How long is this dude gonna hold up? The skill set, his game. We know Kawhi Leonard is super nice. Over the last four seasons since he got to the Clippers, by the way, we're in year five now. And since we're in year five, since 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 then, I think he averages something crazy like 47 games a season since then. So how long is Kawhi going to hold up? And by the way, it's not knick-knack injuries with Kawhi Leonard. When he gets hurt, he's done. It's not something where he rolls an ankle and he's out for two weeks or he's got a back injury and you know he's got to sit down for a couple of games. No. When, he's, when he gets injured, he's done for a month. He's done for two months. And this derails them. This wrecks them. So, again, we have Kawhi for how long? 
I mean, chill. He has played 25 straight games for the first time in mm-hmm. since I don't know Ever. however long. Say it again. I believe in If I believe in him, say it again. Chill for how long? For how long? <laughs> That's my question. Speaking of 25 games, uh, Tiki. What up, dog? The Memphis Grizzlies have played 24 games. Tomorrow will mark their 25th game. Stripping ain't easy. Me and you made a little wager that in 25 games, the Grizzlies will be better than the Kings. I, I didn't think it was 25 games. I thought it was more than that. Uh, he wrote it down. He wrote it down. He wrote it down. <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I thought we did like the first 40 games. Because I no, ticket. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. You did it. You did it. Hold on. We did. 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 So was this barring was, was this barring job being in the lineup or no? This no, was we, this was with job that we knew he was suspended and it was right. So we knew yeah, job yeah, was yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 the Grizzlies, the you still had them. And you still had them better than Sacramento. Yeah, I had them better than that. I yeah, mean, Ron better. I bet I bet Ron like a hundred dollars when I think I bet like a hundred. It was a hundred. I thought it was a thousand. Man, you stop playing with no, You know what it was. Hey, Ron, you know, come, come on, man. I shot you on the side. Hey, Tim, I got the video. Hey, Tim, I got the video. We, I bet that man $100. That man didn't want to bet for it. He didn't want to bet for it. I got the video. He didn't want to bet more. He was like, nah, nah, nah. We good. We can do 100 I got him on video. Chill. I'd have bought you a LeBron jersey, a Brock Purdy jersey. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. What did it do? Want to bet, man. All right, all right. Well, it's but, not over yet. They've only both played 24 games. It's not over yet. Yeah, well, so, yeah, we'll officially wait till they both play yeah, that yeah, game. You, you got that, that last game could be worth 11 wins. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Mars, wow. You ain't lying, Mars. Exactly. Anything can happen. Hey, Mars, especially if they beat them by, like, how many points? Man. Like, I've see, I seen, seen a team in the Premier League get points deducted. Maybe Sacramento right, do something so, crazy, they lose wins. You don't know. So they beat them by, every yeah. 10 points they beat them by should be counted for one as one game, right, Mark? Yeah. If you win yeah, by 120 points, like that, bro. Bro, we're going to do it like that. Double nothing. No, nah, we ain't going to double nothing. Right. <laughs> 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 hey, that's stupid. <laughs> hey, that's stupid, though. All right, so I'll keep it, keeping it lit. The fourth reason why the Clippers will win the NBA championship is because they have a championship coach, which means championship oh, no, pedigree, I'm right? I'm not moved. I'm not moved. I'm not moved. Tyler? Tyler? Yeah. I'm not moved. The small ball merchant, as Mars would like to call him. No moved at all. He's still no. trying to figure out, he's still trying to figure out his rotation, still trying to figure out where he wants to use Paul George, how he wants to run this offense. Is he want, does he want to put the ball in James Harden's hands primarily, how he's running the offense with Kawhi Leonard, who, by the way, and I said this to Mars on Saturday because I was watching the Nick game, if you don't get Julius Randle off Kawhi Leonard, I swear to God, it's going to make me nuts. This dude, Julius Randle, number one, his defense, and the reason why I'm bringing up Julius Randle is because they played against the Clippers. He plays defense predicated on what he does offensively. When he misses shots, he doesn't hustle back on defense. His mind is somewhere else mentally. Meanwhile, Kawhi Leonard has just got him in the cooker. In the slow cooker, Ron, I'm talking about in the rice cooker. He's just methodically having his way with Julius Randle. Got him in the mid-range. Julius Randle doesn't get around screens. When he gets around screens, he's slow. He's late on switches. 
I'm watching Kawhi Leonard just go to work on him. And he was just getting whatever he wanted. So I didn't enjoy that at all. No, I didn't. Uh, this was against the New York Knicks Saturday. In that game, Kawhi Leonard had 36 points, mm -hmm. seven rebounds, shot 12 of 16 from the field, five of six from three. Paul George also had a good game. He had 25 and seven. James Harden also contributed 12 or yeah, 12 assists. Oh, they, they played good as a team. They knocked off the uh the Knicks, scored 144 points. I think they had 77 at the half, but when, when I was watching it, I, I was give me a break. They couldn't stop these dudes. As good as the Knicks are defensively, I mean 77 at the half against the Clippers. Same thing happened with, with Milwaukee, giving up almost 80 at the half against them. Give me a break. So right now, the first four reasonings aren't moving anybody. Mm -hmm. Neither of the four. Definitely not Ty Lue. Definitely no, not. No, none of those reasons were, were valid can't, for you. Can't we say the same thing about Doc Rivers? Like if they had if they had Doc Rivers, can't we say the same thing? Well, they got Doc Rivers as as as, as the head coach. He, he got a championship pedigree. Would that you know blow up your skirt? Because it wouldn't blow up mine. It's not saying the Warriors have a chance because they got Steph Curry and Chris Paul is one of the best point guard duos in the NBA. Or because they got a championship coach. Because they've got some of the top 10 players of the last. It's terrible. It doesn't mean anything. Respectfully. Because they haven't produced anything, Mars. I mean, in the last four years, they've been to the conference championship. They had a meltdown in the bubble. So, I mean, what 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 is this team showing you to suggest that we could win it all by adding James Harden? They have what two they MVPs on their roster. How many teams can say that? How many teams can say they have two MVPs on their roster? Let's see. Man, they're showing you that that life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Hey, so if Mar the first hey, hold on. Mar Mar did his research. Mars did his research. <laughs> Mars, know what's up? <laughs> Mar <laughs> man, I'm just here to talk basketball, man. I'm just here to talk Mars, know what's up, bro? <laughs> you ain't do your right. research, dog. If the first four reasonings weren't enough for you guys, surely this fifth one has to be oh, no. the fifth reason why the Clippers will certainly win the championship without a doubt <laughs> is because Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and James Harden, their legacies are all on the line. So that must mean that they're super hungry to win a championship. Oh, that's a mookie take. What? <laughs> They're super hungry. Huh? I mean, yeah, James Harden probably hungry, but um, oh, damn. hungry for something else. I, I don't even think that legacies are on the line, but I don't, I don't think that makes a difference, to be honest. I'm not moved by any of these takes. Me neither. Because James right. Harden's legacy was on the line when he got with Joel Embiid. His legacy was on the line when he got with Russell Westbrook in Houston. Um Russell Westbrook's legacy was on the line when he was playing in Oklahoma City. Paul George's legacy was on the line when he went to Oklahoma City with Carmelo Anthony and Russell Westbrook. So their legacy was on the line then. And in 2019, it was a ridiculous failure when they played against Utah in the first 2018. It was a ridiculous failure. So their legacies have always been on the line when they've gotten on these crews. Paul George's legacy was on the line when he got with Kawhi Leonard and it was a failure. So the fact that their legacies are on the line, I don't think that changes anything. Nothing whatsoever. Yeah, if those are the reasons why the Clippers can win a championship, 
Maybe I don't even think they can win if that's the best reasons that people can come up with. That's kind of disappointing. So. They are this team is gonna go as far. Their man is Kawhi Leonard. That's their guy. And the question is, is how far can he take them? Well, how long can he hold up? Because if he can't hold up, now you asking for uh, now you asking other guys to do what he does, and nobody else on the crew has proven they could do what he does, which is take your team to the championship and be the guy. He's proven that hey, he could do that. Hey, well, Chip, we gotta ask this one question. I think Excuse this is a question that I think that Dom, Mars, and you didn't have hadn't thought about. Who can't the Clippers beat in the Western Conference, in y'all's opinion, in a seven game series? I think they can beat everyone. No, no, who they who can't they beat? But if like, they can who, what beat team do you look I don't think there's anyone they can't beat. I don't think there's anyone they can't beat. Oh, just, okay. So I think it's just less likely than other teams, but I think they can be any team if everything goes right. But I think that applies to like six teams in the West that they can. Ah, so it's, okay, okay, my bad. I was thinking that you were saying like it's they, they just like it's teams that they just can't beat, and that that's it. I thought that's what you were saying, but I I get it now. Well, well, there's there's no way we could say that because if you're looking at what Kawhi Leonard has done when Kawhi Leonard is on top of his game and and. You got a team that's rolling through the playoffs when Kawhi Leonard is on top of his game. We've seen him play at a championship level. We've seen that. We've seen Paul George early on in his career because he ran into James, but he was still playing at a high level, right? We've seen that. We've seen Russell Westbrook take a team as the lead guard to the NBA championship. He, we, we have seen that. The question is, is can this team today, can Kawhi Leonard hold up? Can Russell Westbrook be a staple instead of a detriment? Can James Harden hold up? Can James Harden be effective in the playoffs? Over the last couple of years, he's proven that he cannot. So because of that, when I look at these teams in the Western Conference, I don't think anybody, I don't think, I don't think there's anybody that they can't beat if them dudes are rolling like that, only except I haven't seen it in years with Kawhi Leonard. So I'm out on the Clippers. I'm out. I'm I'm not in or out. I'm just waiting and see. But I'm I think rooting for a team that isn't expected to win a championship, it gives you a lot of peace of mind where you don't go into these seasons trying to push an agenda about this team's gonna win, so you start rooting for them because you want to be proven right, or a team's gonna lose, so you start rooting against them so you can be proven right about how bad they are. Mm. I'm just enjoying watching these teams play and seeing how I think they're gonna play in the playoffs. So I'm just enjoying watching teams like OKC and the Clippers and the Nuggets and the Sixers because I have no horse in the race. I, I know my team isn't going to win a championship. So I'm just watching these teams and then I'm not really negatively or positively favoring anyone. It's just I'm just enjoying it and then waiting. Then I'll be like, I think this team is better than this team because of whatever reason. And then if I'm wrong, it doesn't affect me because... I don't care if they win or not because none of none of these are my teams. So I'm just very happy right now watching the NBA, just seeing everything unfold. When 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 you take the emotion out, it does help, Mars. Because yeah, it's great. You're, you're not emotionally attached to a crew as opposed to when you are emotionally attached to a crew. It, yeah, it I'm not watching help. none of these teams hoping they win so I can come on the show the next day and be like, "See, I told you how good they were." 
I'm right. just watching the game unfold and I'll be like, oh, I noticed this thing. I noticed this thing. Maybe that one might be good in the playoffs. Maybe that won't be good in the playoffs. It's in, oh, how would that fare against if they went against Miami in the postseason? How could Miami counter that? I'm just, I'm just really enjoying watching the regular season and thinking, like, thinking yeah. ahead to how I think hey, things are going to happen. Let me ask y'all a question. If, uh, if the Minnesota Timberwolves will win a championship this year, Marge and Chill, what, what does that do for the, the uh, Cats career? Uh, Rudy's career and um and Ant's career. What do y'all think it does for them? Well, number one, uh, go ahead, Mars. Um, well, for Cat, with the way Cat's been playing, Cat's been hooping this whole season. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think people are just letting him fly under the radar, giving Ant a lot of the credit or the coach and whatever. Cat's been playing very well. If he can translate this into the playoffs, just with his ability to drive, get downhill, abuse mismatches, he's finishing at the rim very well. If he can show that he can play in the playoffs and be an impactful player, I think a lot of people's opinions on A, him being soft, but B, just people like thinking a lot of centers are better than him. I think a lot of people are going to start walking those things back and we're going to be start talking about after Embiid and Jokic, if Cat's like the best offensive big in the league. And that includes the guys like Giannis and AD. Like, I think that's the conversations people start putting him back in, in terms of an offensive player. Rudy will be probably go down as a first ballot Hall of Famer if he has three. three. He might win a defense pair this, this year. So three or four deep ways, a championship. People will stop talking about how he can't play in the playoffs because that's like the biggest issue with him is how people think his defense gets exposed in the playoffs, which I vehemently disagree with. But um, people will stop saying that about him. And Ant is what, 21, 22? 21. So if he wins a championship at 21, 22... We people are going to start talking about Ant like they spoke about D Wade, and do I think that'll be right or wrong? I don't know, but that's how they're going to be talking about him as not only the best two guard in the league, but as someone who has all time potential. Now D Wade didn't get to that, get to do that because of um, longevity issues, but right. there's no sign that Ant is going to be injury prone. So people are going to start saying how high can Ant really go? Right. So that yeah. so that really puts him that easily puts him past uh Booker and all these other clowns that they got in front of him right now, right, Marsh? For most people, yeah. He and shoots up the do? list. He shoots up the list. But if you look at this Minnesota team, they have all the fixings to win it. Elite defense, elite offensive players, great rotation players on their bench. And the question is, is them putting it together? So if they were to win it, you would have to look at this team. Like, maybe they could do it again, considering what their core is and them being younger guys. I mean, Rudy's the oldest one on the team. I think Rudy's 30. McCat is 27. Ant's 21. Jaden McDaniels is, 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 is what, 20, 20, 24, something like that? 20, 23, 24. So if, if this team were to win it, there'd be no reason to, to think that this team isn't in the same category, even though they would jump Boston. But in terms of a future, they would be in the same category like the Boston Celtics, like 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 all the other teams where it wouldn't be a fluke. It would be a team that you'd be looking at going, yo, this team's going to be around for a while. This team is mm -hmm. going to be around for a while. And they have the necessary pieces to be in contention for the NBA championship, to win the NBA championship again. And I think that this does 
I think this this does wonders for a guy like Rudy. And the reason why I feel like that is because that's the one thing that's missing from Rudy Gobert's career. The fact that him winning the NBA championship, he's been an all pro, right? He's been an all league defender. He's been the defensive player of the year. He's been an all-star. So if this guy ends up anchoring a team defensively to win the NBA championship, as good as Aunt Edwards is, because Mars said he's 21. Mars, I would take it a step further than that. Kobe was 21 when they won the NBA championship in 2000. So we would it, the the logic would be he would be something in that area where he is. I already have. I already think he's going to be the league MVP at, at some point. I already think he's going to be the league MVP at some point. But we th there, there would be conversations like that. Yo, he's the next this guy, and I think it would be past Dwayne Wade. It, it would definitely be conversations like that. And I think the logic really quickly. I think the logic of of Cat depending on how they win, Ron. Depending on how they win, if if Anthony Edwards, not Anthony Edwards, I'm sorry, if Carl Anthony Towns was huge in the series, they won like that, I think all the logic on on Cat would go away. Cat's the X factor, in my opinion. Sorry, Alex, you can go. Welcome to the show. What's up, Mars? What's going on, y'all? Hey, chill, Tim. What up? Hello, Big X. Keegan. <laughs> Hey, hey Whoopi Goldberg, you don't see your, you don't see your big brain right here, fool. Uh -huh. oh, I said I know what. Hey, hey, look, found my brains. Mm -hmm. I found my. Hey, 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 Whoopi, it's all about that thigh life, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man, but go ahead, John. I'm gonna uh, interrupt the show. What's up, y'all? Do you? Uh, we we talked about some reasons that you and Mookie has sent me about the Clippers. Um, Winning the championship. Do you want to back up any of your statements or takes that you made? Well, not to get it misconstrued. I, I mean, for any um, misunderstanding, um, I, I don't have the Clippers winning the championship. Um, as you know, I have the Boston Celtics winning the championship, but I do believe the Clippers can make a very strong run. I think that. I thought you said Phoenix. No, I got the Clippers winning. I got the Phoenix running through the West. I got I got the Suns running through the West though. I still got the Suns running through the West. But so the logic is that the Clippers could do it. You don't think they're going to, but they could do I don't. it. I mean, there's, there's, there's six teams that could, you know. We got the Nuggets. We got the Suns. We got the Clippers. We got the Bucks. We got the um, I don't Celtics. Think Phoenix can do it. I don't. Um, I don't think Phoenix could do it. Yeah, but, but I mean, as far as the Clippers go around, I, I sent through some reasons. I mean, they got Kawhi Leonard. That's a big reason. Uh, they got they got the top they got they got four of the top ten players of the past six seven years. That was they're, your they're, take. They're oh, full. Man. They're fully. They're fully loaded. They're fully loaded. Mm. But big Mark, ox, am I lying? Mark, am I lying? Do they knock out four of the top ten players of the, of the they past? Do. They do. It's true, but it's just, it's just not relevant. Right. Are they the same guys? Oh, I mean, like, we ain't talking about Russell Westbrook from 2018, right? We ain't talking about James Harden right. from 2018. We're talking about 2024 James Harden. He got a lot of miles on him. I mean, well, this, this, my, this is my thing, Chitan. I look at it like I look at it like this, right? So, okay, so I'm 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 past I'm past what I what I once was as a player on the court, right? Right. And sometimes I sometimes I get out there and I run with some college guys. You know what I'm saying? I run with some guys that are Peak athletes, you know what I'm saying, still in the gym every day. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to to the get down, those young fellas still can't get with me, chill. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at I look at guys like James Harden, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, there's they're, they're gonna come up against guys like uh Donovan, Jason, um, 
all the guys, all the guys. But when it comes down to that end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, that's Kawhi Leonard. You know what I mean? That's Paul George. That's Russell Westbrook. That's James Harden. They still, they're still who they are. Like they're not who they were in 2018, but these guys still got it. And I don't think I don't think we can deny the fact that especially Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are still, they still are are peak. Maybe not at their peak, but they're still better than what these these young guys are gonna be in, in the fourth quarter. Mm. So you say they're battle tested. They're 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 trying true improvement. And and once again, I, I know I, I'm not. I know when I when I give these examples, I'm clearly not talking about the NBA. But once again, like Ron, you know this. We've been we've been on the court with some young fellas in, recently, and it's like these dudes are Division One athletes. But when when it's time to play, I know I can't I can't jump out the gym like I once could. But it's that it's still not happening, and I feel yeah, like Kawhi yeah. Leonard and Paul George still feel that way. Like you guys still that those. Jason, Jason and Jalen, Jason and Jalen cannot get with Kawhi and Paul. And that's just what it is. It, it acts. You might not still got it, but I run a phone. <laughs> all right. That's all I'm going to say. No I, doubt. I, my bad. No I, doubt. I, I no said doubt. it earlier. I'm going to say it again. I run a phone. All right. Okay. Um, okay. I ain't and, never been that fast, but <laughs> Ox just gave his reasoning, but Mookie chimed in and he said, uh, Reddit R Sports Debates, he said, Clippers defense is elite. Zubak has great elite rim protection. Harden's hands are active. Kawhi has been Kawhi's been elite defensively. They can switch. They have a top ten defense. That's a, that's true. Kawhi's defense has been elite this season. Yeah, but Mookie, you said so I, tried, I, tried, I tried to tell I tried to tell y'all 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 been hanging out. Mookie said Kawhi was washed up on his pedal. Mookie said Kawhi was washed up. He had degenerative knees. Just because, because couldn't play because Mookie back. said that. Just because Mookie said that don't make it true. No, I'm saying no, no, no. I'm saying no, no, no. I'm talking no, no. about what's going to happen now. He's switching up his whole story now, Bob. He's switching up everything he said. Okay, that's what he said before. Be that as a ticket. Be that as a ticket. Don't use that. Don't use that as a reason to discredit Kawhi. Just because Mookie, just because Mookie prematurely said that, don't use that as a reason to discredit Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? Discredit Mookie for switching up his take. Don't discredit Kawhi. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no. I'm saying about Dookie though. That's I mean, that's what Dookie said. Dookie said that. I didn't say that. Dookie Draw said that, bro. <laughs> and and, right. and, 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 and like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you. I'm pretty sure you He need to wipe the crust. out of. He need to wipe the crust out of his drawers and stand on what he said. Okay. Leonard was washed up. You just said two weeks ago. You just said two weeks ago. Don't stray from the subject, though, Ticket. Don't stray from the subject, though, Ticket. Hold on, but Bob, that's what he said, though. That's what he said, Bob. Okay, okay, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. But let's not stray from the point at hand, though, Ticket. Let's remember this, though. I'm not letting Dookie come in here and lie, though. He's going to stand on what he said, bro. Bob, I, I said, think that's irrelevant said, at the moment. Duke, I'm just saying. No, 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 it is relevant. Hold on, Ron. It is relevant because you're not going to change the whole story. What I'm saying is I don't think Mookie got crushed in his draws. That's the point I'm trying to make. Oh, okay, no. He's a, <laughs> I think no. This man just opened the pack. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna ask you, because that was my main point. My main point is that the big dogs, the big dogs, the older cats, they still are at the top of the league. 
Tick, and I'm gonna ask you. I know you're not. You're not gonna let no young punk come and take nothing from you on this basketball court. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I feel like I feel like Kawhi Leonard still has something to prove, especially after that Phoenix series. No, I hold on, hold on, hold on. I hurt. agree with you. Hold on, exactly. you're right. Bob, Bob, totally, Bob. You're 100 right. I'm not disagreeing with you. I totally agree with you saying. I'm saying that Doogie Draws was just saying the other day that Kawhi Leonard was washed up. Now all of a sudden he telling Ron a whole different story. He said Kawhi Leonard was washed up and he needed to go ahead and retire. That's what he just said on the show. He right. said that. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we get pissed off and say stuff we don't mean. Like during the summertime, I was saying, get. I was pissed off at De'Aaron Fox for Game Seven. I was pissed off at Keegan Murray a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? So it happens. We we get we get a little overzealous from time to time and say things we don't mean. Uh, Mookie followed up that first uh, Clippers is elite take. Clippers defense is elite take. And then he, he said, Ty Lue was actually coaching some good basketball. His rotations are actually good now. I'm very surprised. And, and when I sent you, what I sent you, Ron, I, that was one of my points. They got, they got a championship coach. Mm-hmm. So the logic is that they can do it. Right. I could believe, they I do it? They can. The logic is, could they do it? Will they do it? These things have to happen in order for them to do it. And I just Chilton, I can't I can't say it, Chilton. You know, they, they done broke my heart four or five years straight. Right. I can't say that. Well, I'm out. Chill, but I, I, be, I believe and, and once again, I hate I hate the you know, I'm not much of a gambler man anyway. I'm a, I'm, mm. I'm somewhat of a dice shaker. I'm somewhat of a dice shaker, but as far as as far as being a gambler man when I've been let down so many times, I, I'm I, I hate to put all my chips on the acquisition of James Harden. That's but because I you love the acquisition before. of James Harden. You, you lost I, I, but I love that position of James Harden, though, Chilton. Right? I do. And y'all, y'all, y'all know I've been hard on James Harden. Last year, I was not giving him no love. Right. But I loved acquisition of James Harden. I got to admit it. Me, the me, me two years ago would be cussing me out right now. But like, what are you thinking? What are you right, thinking? But I got I right. gotta do it. I gotta do it. I understand. I I, I do understand. Uh-uh. I love I I'm good. I, I'm I think scared. I think they beat the Nuggets. I think they beat the Nuggets in the playoffs. I don't. Yo, and I want to shout out uh, Mookie's channel, Rated R Sports Debate. If you're not subscribed to that, go subscribe to that. Also, I want everybody to tell the viewers their channel so they can go subscribe to you. Yes, too. hey, go subscribe to the cap over there on Mookie. Y'all will see a new story every day. <laughs> one, one day, Kawhi's washed. Kyle Lou is the problem. All of this other stuff. Then the next day, he's done. Died of that dude's man. Hey, Dookie, man. Real talk, bro. I'm going to deal with you, bro. Uh, Chill, where can we find you out on YouTube? I'm at uh, Chill Town Hoops. I ain't hard to find. I'm uh, my live streams on Monday, Tuesday, and uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights. No, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday nights. I'm not hard to find. Chill Town Hoops, come check us out. Yeah, more cap. Out. Ma- <laughs> Mars, where can we find you at? <laughs> more cap. <laughs> more bro. Um. Most total sports on YouTube. I go live basically every day, man. Yeah, a lot, a lot of content on my channel to be found. So yeah, most total sports on YouTube. Great content. There you go, right there, right there, right there. Uh, Bob, you got one too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 on YouTube now. I put I put out my content um Wednesday night, Saturday night. So I come check us out on the Graveyard Shift. My uh, channel is Big Ox Media. Uh, we do uh, live stream Wednesday night, uh, Saturday night. That's the graveyard shift. Monday morning, Friday morning. Um, that's no snooze button. 
And come check out the champagne room. Y'all would love that. Uh-oh. You would definitely let it. Yeah, I like that girl. Room. Hey, Bob, you tell that girl I said what's good? I told her. <laughs> I don't do no tell blocking ticket. I told her. Tell her I said come holler at the biggest. I hey, <laughs> hey, get, hey, get, get ready, ticket. I got some heat on the way. Uh, and last but certainly not least, Ticket, where can we find you at? Ticket TV. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what it is. That's all there is to it. Ticket TV. Appreciate everybody that subscribed. Everybody that's not, it is what it is. More cash you know on Ticket TV. <laughs> or more nonsense on Ticket TV. And uh, December 23rd, where, where, where are we going to see you at, Ticket and Chill? <laughs> we, you ain't going to see me nowhere if you don't change them topics of that debate. <laughs> that that, that mofo chill town running his mouth about terry cloth and he got to stand that's he the that, that, that we, we, we already agreed on that ticket we've no, already agreed on that no no because ron want to change it up I no, so don't say me then. don't say me ticket don't say me and then and then he want to he want to hurt our debate from mike and 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 and, and lebron no we're gonna finish that <laughs> that man Slam. already he already he, he already already got cheated by this man so I'm gonna finish that job off, and then, like I said, I told him, "You pick whatever the third one is. I don't care what it is. Don't even tell me to the night of the debate what the third one is, because I don't take no notes." Okay. And yeah. I want a rematch with Bob too. I want a rematch with Bob. So, because in the rematch yeah, with Bob, you know, you know, you know, you ain't deserve that win. Nah, I want a rematch with you. Oh no, no, I want a rematch with you because I should have beat the hell out of you. They cheated me and get and made it close. Yo, take on the y'all, Phoenix y'all go, take, y'all, go, y'all go on my, y'all my go on my channel. Hold on. Y'all, what, we will have that We will have that rematch. And I don't care when you want it. We're going to have that rematch. Because my take on the Phoenix Suns was absolutely a thousand percent right. And everybody sees it right now. Yo, ticket, ticket. We can we can do the rematch on your channel. If they, if they, no, if no, 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 no. We're going to do the rematch right here. We're going to do the rematch right here. I Look, let me say let me say this ticket. Let me let me say this ticket because I went on, on my channel. I took y'all go check it out on my channel. I'll just shout it out. Y'all subscribe. I need more subscribers anyway. Go subscribe. On, on the graveyard ship about two weeks ago, I took PC to Ox Court and I broke down the whole entire the whole entire uh battle and I whooped you the first round, whooped you the second round, and you got me the third, no doubt. But the first and second, I whooped you in the hands down. Man, it was bro, easy. First round, bro. Look at the Phoenix Suns. My debate was still better than yours. No, it wasn't, bro. Okay. <laughs> well, let's do it again. I don't care. Let's do it again. Bro, we gonna, listen. Hey, 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 Bob. We're going to get with Ron, and, and we're going to agree on three more times. And we're going to do it what? again. You know what? I don't even, I don't even want to do it like that. Let's let's switch it up for me and tickets next time. Look, we, we don't, Whatever we don't you want to do. Look, whatever, hey, bro, we don't want to know the topics until, until, until the beginning whatever, of the day. Okay, let's do it. Hey, 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 look, we're going to do it and like we, that. And, and, and I don't care. Boom, off the dome. Off the dome. I was reading the script. I want it off the dome. Yeah, I don't care if we're doing a seven-game series. I don't care if we're doing a seven-game series. I don't care if it's a nine-game series. I'll beat you in five. We're going to do it. Hey, bro, listen. It is what it is. And then guess what? That little needle nose, little punk Mars. I got something for him too. Don't worry about it. He ain't gonna pop out. No, 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 no. I'm coming for your head. <laughs> I don't agree to a debate. Look at mm. it. It don't matter. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna force you to. I P don't didn't like, run this city. Like P didn't he run this city. Show no pity. I'm gonna force you to. Shout out to Josh Giddy. 
your ticket. I said P Diddy. P Diddy oh, run the city. Diddy. Shout out to Giddy. All right, hey, hey, y'all, it's time to end the stream, yo. This super chat, super chat. Facts, facts. Super chat. Tyree the Goat, sixteen twenty nine said, talk about talk about Trey him next to Wimby. Um, what does Trey mm -hmm. Young and Spurs? Wimby look like? I don't, I don't hate that. Spurs didn't need any point guard, not Trey Young. They just need any. I actually, I actually really like that. Trey, Trey and Spurs. Trey will throw a lob for sure. Did y'all see that the other night when, when he was pointing up and when just mm -hmm. did a little fake dunk like that's all you gotta do? That was that was funny. Like a like a, like a nerf hoop. They still not gonna throw it. Yeah, that was crazy. People found Malachi Branham's um banner account on Twitter. <laughs> that was funny. For real? Yeah, he, he had to what, deactivate the account. What was he saying? Basically, someone was um on Twitter like talking about how Malachi Branham didn't give the ball to Wemby and he started calling them broke. And then um, someone else replied and was like, "You're trash." And he was like, "But you're broke, something." And everyone was like, "Yeah, we know this. We know this. You basically." And then the account got deactivated. Did y'all even talk about? Did y'all did y'all talk about the Spurs being the Lakers, or is the does the Laker media cartel not allow y'all to? No, we just we just we just rushed down to the rug. We don't talk about We did. We don't talk about the Lakers ending the Spurs' 19 game losing streak. Yeah, we did. Um, we I'm over. sorry, y'all. I get paid not to talk bad about the Lakers. Yeah, but if you guys bring it up, then hey, look, hey, look, yeah. hey, we just hey, ignore hey, that the Lakers are 0-2. We just ignore that. Hey, Mark, as long as none of us yeah, lose to an outsider, as long as none of us lose to an outsider, I'm cool. Oh, knocking debates. Yeah, damn right. Oh, however they want to get it, debates, hands, whatever. So as long as you it's like family. I'll whoop ticket, but you put your hands on ticket. I'm putting you in the chokehold. I'll, I'll choke on, you right now. Like, I don't see nobody like hey, on, hey, real talk, chill. I put I hey, I put thousand dollars on Mars on, on a bet against some yeah. of these clowns. I'll be hearing talking on YouTube. Right. Hey, I feel I feel, the, I feel the same way, But if you if you if you put Ron in the headlock, I'm gonna sock him in his ribs. <laughs> hey Ron, we need hey Ron, realistically, Ron, we need to start What's doing up? that, bro. We need to start challenging and setting up these debates. You know what I'm saying? Uh, our team against their team, period. Like our five against their or our six, seven against their 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 team. Boom. And do and do the big and do the big debates like that and crush these dudes. We should have a big tournament like that. We should, no we should have a big tournament. You know what I'm saying? Tell we're gonna, FYF we're gonna line to it up. Bum. Tell FYF his bums up again. No, we're, you know we're, we're already dealt with them. We're, we're already dealt with them. No, 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 like I said, did you, did you drop sixty on Kobe? <laughs> okay, then. I ain't never dropped sixty. I ain't never dropped sixty on nobody more. So, <laughs> no. All right, we got a few more super chats. Almighty Lambo said, "Ticket, didn't you say Cam Thomas's bad game didn't matter because they won? Now you hyping up a good game and a loss." I didn't hype up a good game. I just said he had forty-one. All right, boy, don't miss said ticket. Cam Thomas lost, so he wasn't hooping. That's ticket's logic. He wasn't. He ain't do nothing. You don't win, it don't mean nothing. But they do. Hey, I will say this: they need to get rid of that damn. I don't like that code, bro. I don't like him. 
Cam Thomas is cooking and got 41 points, and you go to the game winner on Mikael Bridges, he missed a layup, then don't get back on D, and gives up the layup to Steph Curry? Come on, bro. Like, come on, man. That's insane. That's insane. He should no. He should have drew up the play for 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 Cam Thomas. If Cam Thomas is cooking and got forty one, why you drop the game? Win, why you drop the game winning play for Mikael Bridges? He drove high, oh, wide open layup, and then it was still like fifteen seconds left on the clock. He didn't run back on D. He just sitting there, stood there, and stood under the basket, man. Like and Steph Curry went to full court, laid it up, game. Do y'all think? Do y'all think sometimes coaches like be over coaching with stuff like that? <clears throat> that'd be like, yeah. that'd be like, well, you you shot, so the defense is probably gonna be on you. Let me go to this guy yeah. instead of just doing the obvious thing. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And players, and yeah. players actually, and players actually correct coaches. We've seen that in the past where a coach is trying to draw something up, and a player's like, "Coach, just give me the ball. Game over right here. We ain't, we ain't got to do all that extracurricular nonsense. Just give me the ball." So we've seen that in the Fast. past. Fast you. IRG came through with the super chat and said, thank you, Mars, for fact-checking that bot in open gym saying Kyrie should come off the bench when his plus and minus is great when Luca off the bench. What, Mars? Somebody said that Kyrie Irving should come off the bench in Dallas? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Open gym is a weird place. These dudes are clowns, bro. What you expect? What? Yeah. Prince Ali Rogers said Curry is the new Mr. Triple Single. No, he is. That's you, see, you see, you see what Steph looks like about Draymond when he don't have someone just giving him the ball off screens, over eight. Hmm. Interesting. Right. Hey, Mars, you heard the rumor that uh, the Philadelphia 76ers in the uh, Mavs are interested in Draymond. Yeah, that's I, I, I seen. That makes sense. That makes sense for the for the Mavs. I don't for make sure. sense for Philly though. I ain't giving up Tobias Harris for that dude. Hell no. They said they said the Warriors. They said the Warriors in love with Tobias Harris. I, I mean, the Warriors. I would like Tobias, do, Tobias, I would like Tobias in, in Golden State. Though. Too, I would like Tobias. I, I just was not just. I would place. Is that what Andrew Wiggins does? Tobias Harris. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, but with, but Harris is bigger. Harris is bigger. It's, I, I, I like Tobias. Is just yeah, another floor space. They both about six eight. Another. I agree, but they they play a similar role. That's. But I mean, what you say, Mars? They do what? They Wiggins and Tobias would play a similar role theoretically on Golden State. But if if Tobias was on his team this year, he would undoubtedly be their second best uh, offensive option. He would definitely provide in Golden State. Yeah, right now the way Wiggins is playing, he would definitely undoubtedly he'd probably average like eighteen or nineteen, and he would be a threat. He would be somebody that it's like okay, he 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 helps Steph Curry to be able to navigate a little bit more. But the floor, the floor opens up more for those guys too, though. Like, imagine if they, if they let's say, when they do in that small ball lineup that they play, if you got mm-hmm. Sarge, Sarge, Tobias, uh, Drew, Clay, and Steph in there, the floor's opened up so much more. So, I mean, that that could that could open up the game a lot for Andrew Wiggins and especially Clay Thompson. You can't you can't oh. really double anybody in that in that lineup or help off or anything. You're you right, but also you you lose a whole nother playmaker. So now it's like Steph Curry has to do everything. Chris Paul's on the team. Oh, I forgot about Chris Paul. Yeah, it's not hard. It's easy to forget. It's easy to forget. With, with that being said, though, with you know with Steve with Steve Curry and that, that offense they run, you know, if we just if we're just moving the ball, cutting off a uh, off ball screens or whatnot, we don't need somebody to be our you know their key distributor like a Chris Paul or Draymond. And I'm not talking about a full game. I'm just talking about in in spurts and just certain lineups. Draymond and Philly is interesting, though. 
All right, though, y'all, I got a couple more super chats I want to read. So we got uh, Jay Takashi said, here's the teams who I got winning a chip on the west side. He has the Nuggets, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Wolves. On the east side, he has the Celtics, number one, the Bucks, number two, plus wild card maps. What do you think, Chilltown and Ticket? I think he meant maps for the wild card. Wild card map. Well, that's in the east. Card, no, I can't mm, no, I think he's just saying a wild oh, card. General. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I, people need to stop sleeping on Philly, man. I don't know why Philly ain't getting put in these conversations. Because yeah, Philly, 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 because because good because good at Joel. If Embiid's healthy, man. If Embiid's healthy, man. That, that's that's the key, man. I agree. I agree with Marshall. Though. I agree with Marshall. Same and we using that same logic with the Clippers. If if Leonard is healthy, that Clippers team is is going to do some damage. But until we see it. Until we see it, is Tyrese Maxey ready for that, Marsh? No, not the logic for all these teams because we saw it. We saw if Anthony the Lakers are healthy, it's the same thing. If the Suns are healthy, it's the same that's thing. That's not true, Mars, because we saw Anthony Davis healthy and we saw James healthy last year in the playoffs. They got smoked, so that's not true. But people still believe in them, <clears throat> and they, they, they can 100%. But the difference with Philly is, is that not only are they not healthy, not only has Joel Embiid not been healthy, but they've also floundered in the playoffs because of it. So until we see that. We have not seen him in the playoffs 100% healthy. Until we fellas, see that. Fellas, press box is on right now. If you're wanting to watch more debates and whatnot, and if you like football, or even if you don't like football, go check out the press box. They got a great group of guys. Great show. It's fire. Hey, go check road, it out. Road to the NFC. Hey, check, road to the Super Bowl. Coming through the Bay. You got to come through Levi Stadium. You're going to have to come uh -oh. see us. You're going to hey, have to come see us. Come through the Bay. Hey, Ron, make sure you change that thong on your way out. Come oh, see us. You got to come see us. Leave our stadium. You got to come see us. Out. Hey, all right. We gone. Gone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Key.